When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go! Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, the Skywalker Stroke, streaming live on YouTube. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! Don't let him steal your shine today, baby. Coming up today. We recap. We recap the Cowboys' tight victory in LA as they walk away 20 to 17. Move on 4 and 2 heading into the bye week. It wasn't pretty. She ain't pretty, but she our baby. And we're going to break it all down of course when you get the dub Cowboys Nation. Where you at, brother? When you get the dub, we're going to have a cookout. I don't care if y'all want it or not. We're going to have one. We're going to talk about those who stood out and who are going to be invited to the grown folk table. We'll also talk about those who are basically stand-ins and they have to stay inside. They can't come partake in the festivities. No, 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 no. You can't partake in the festivities because of the way that thing played out. And then we'll talk about some of those who will be going on a walk with us. They didn't quite make it to the grown folk table, but they should definitely be recognized for their efforts in that game. So make sure y'all stick around for all of that. Uh, we're, we're likely we'll start off with my Cowboys custom of the week here in a few minutes. But I wanted to first say that the Cowboys needed this one. <laughs> What's good, Bob Squad? How y'all doing? Bob oh, look. Squad! I got I got I got Ah, finally. You see how I did it with the... He, he was waiting for that, too, you know. Brandon Cooks was waiting for that archery moment just to go ahead and get you one, and we and we finally did. He, he got himself a touchdown yes, last night, and uh, we'll dive into all of that. Get, get out of here. Get off my screen. We'll, we'll dive into all of that in a second. Um, Where are my manners here? Usually, as we do, Mondays slash day after games, which is today is a Tuesday, so Tuesday. It's not tape Tuesday. It's more of our reaction. It's our reaction to the game, whether it be win or loss. Mondays or day after games are usually about the emotions of the game because we haven't really had a chance to quite rewatch. At least I didn't. I rewatched a few things, mostly the last like eight minutes of the game, but I refuse to be up. I was already up to like two in the morning anyway, but I refuse to be up to five in the morning knowing I have to get up and do what we do. So uh, the film will drop within a few hours here 
and we'll take a look at that and we'll talk about what we saw schematically, what we saw X's and O's wise and whatnot on the film. But from an emotional standpoint, that's what these these days are for. So we we will hear from you guys, 351-999-3787. I'll kind of give my general thoughts of it and then talk to y'all about it. Um, and that's kind of how the show will go today. It, it's a it's a morning reaction type of show. And for those who have been here, y'all know how that goes. Okay. Now, normally, for anybody that's new in the chat, I will roll into a a roundup. No roundup today. No roundup today. Uh, we're going to jump straight into my Cowboys custom player of the week. And then we're going to come out of that and get into the cookout. So we're going to kind of roll with this gravy gravy train for a little bit prior to getting to the other side of things. And then we'll talk to you guys on the way in to the phones. All right. Sound good? Let's do it. Cowboys custom player of the week. Mr. Dakota Prescott. Let's be real here. Dak put the offense on his back last night, I think, with another game of questionable play calling. Run game was a non-factor. He was dealing with pressure for most of the night. But he ended up finishing 21 of 30, 312 uh, total yards, two touchdowns. Could have had three. He wants that one back at the end. He he said that in the post-game, in the post-game press conference. But the biggest thing coming out of last night for me in regards to Dak, it wasn't the on-schedule plays. Again, we'll get the film and we'll see. It was the usage of his legs. I called into question if he could even run anymore. <laughs> Seriously. But he said, not so fast, my friend. Whether it was evading pressure to create on a move, which to me that was the biggest thing, or whether it was pulling the ball and you know fourth down, to get an 18-yard touchdown to answer the Chargers' touchdown drive in the first quarter. Whether it was making a crazy play to Tony Pollard where he escaped a pressure once again to get the, get the Cowboys on the roll to start off the fourth quarter. He used his legs in this game more than any game I've seen in quite some time. 40 rushing yards, that, that looks good and everything. Don't get, don't get me wrong, and he absolutely... You know, did some good things on the ground, but it was for me evading the pressure and creating when doing so. With all of that said, they still sacked him four or five times in this game. So it wasn't like it was easy going. And that's a discussion we'll have on the back end in regards to it up front. But he, let's just be real, seemed like he saved Mike McCarthy's ass in this game. Seemed like he saved Mike McCarthy's ass with his legs. Uh, and Dak actually talked about utilizing his legs in this game in the press conference. I'd say it's how the game unfolded. Uh, a little bit of maybe a conscious effort by myself. Um, just just coming off of last week, realizing that maybe that's something I could use, uh, we could use in this sense. Um, and and then obviously, I mean, those guys had some great, great coverage at the beginning of the play. And Mike's, Mike always is preaching about the 2.3. And guys did a great job of coming open after it, staying alive. Offensive line, keeping uh, keeping their bodies on someone, giving me a chance to get out in different lanes. And so uh, kind of how it played, but I think it's something that can benefit us. Yeah. Hell yeah, it could benefit us, Dak. 100%. It can be now, look, I don't want this to be a weekly thing where he has to do this all the time. I don't think that's sustainable. 
um, where I don't want to call it hero ball, but you're just constantly having to make plays. We're not making them on schedule of the play. And I know Aikman uh, talked about that. Like, where's the timing, et cetera, et cetera. And again, we'll look at the film. Um, there, obviously, there'll be plays where he might have missed a guy here or there. But when it's time to make a play, when it's time to respond, uh, he did that throughout the game. Uh, the drive to go down and tie the score up 7-7. to Obviously, that ended with the touchdown run. The drive uh, to go ahead uh, and get the go-ahead touchdown 17-10 to Brandon Cooks. The drive to get the go-ahead score for the field goal to essentially put you know put the pressure obviously back on the Chargers and your defense will go ahead and close that game out. When we needed it, he, he made it happen, and that's what you need from him uh, no matter what the week is. Is it going to be pretty it, 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 all the time? Absolutely not. If it's one thing the league showed me this week, it truly is any given Sunday. It truly is week to week. It truly does not matter the opponent. You better be on top of your game or you can be had. And that could have factored into a couple of the decision-making uh, instances coaching-wise. And again, we'll get to that in a second. But at the end of the day, they walked away with this victory. Uh, and Dak had a clean, efficient game, didn't turn the ball over, and walked away with a couple touchdowns and over 300 yards. So he is this week's Cowboy of the Week presented by Cowboys Customs. Look, Cowboys Customs can give your vehicle the lift it needs. They not only do custom suspensions, but also customize your wheels and tires. They are a family-owned and operated business, and it's a place to go for all your vehicle accessory needs. So stop by any of the four locations. They got four of them, one, two, three, four. Cowboys Customs or Cowboys Auto, which is located in Arlington and North Richland Hills. Cowboys Wheels and Tires, located in Irving. And you can get a free leveling kit with the purchase of wheels and tires or Hit them up, 817-633-4611. Mention your boy Skywalker and get an additional 10% off your entire order. That's Cowboys Custom, and Dak Prescott makes our Cowboys Custom Player of the Week. Let's keep this gravy train going. Huh? Let's keep this gravy train going. Again, was it a, an amazing win? No. Was it a much-needed win? Absolutely. And when that happens, I don't give a damn what y'all talking about. We're going to have a damn cookout. We're going to have a cookout. Who's at the grown folk table? We just talked about that, head of the table. And your Cowboy Custom Player of the Week, you obviously are the head of the table for the day. Let's get to the other guys. Michael Parsons, welcome back, sir. Welcome back. I feel like he makes an appearance at this table every time the Cowboys win. So you might look at the stat sheet and you might say, well, Mike only finished with boo boo boo. But I promise you the film will probably show an entirely different thing here he probably won't get enough credit until the film drops but this is why he is who he is man all night Michael Parsons is getting double teamed he's getting triple teamed he's creating one-on-ones for others but he's not letting that get in his head and when you need it when you need him to make a play when you need him to reach down and dig deep and beat that double team in the clutch Michael Parsons made the biggest sack of the night the only sack 
of the night for I think it was the biggest sack for either side but the only sack of the night for the Cowboys and then the very next play the Cowboys get the game ceiling interception off of Justin Herbert who <laughs> thought he could do no wrong but yeah maybe that's a conversation for y'all on the phone or something. anyway Michael Parsons welcome back to the grown folk table where you belong sir CD Lamb what's happening player seven targets seven receptions a buck 17 made big play after big play and much was made of his usage as it should have been much was made of his frustration as it should have been but he refocused in this game and you can tell the Cowboys made a conscious effort to get him involved and that's what they needed to do they needed this is your best wide receiver one of the best wide receivers in the league you can't treat him like he's just a B receiver. He's not, in my opinion. And they didn't. Could he have more targets? Probably. But he's on a ridiculous pace right now from a catch percentage uh, standpoint, by the way. I think he only has eight incompletions when he's targeted this year, which is insane when you really think about it. But CeeDee Lamb didn't get in the end zone, but he had another 100-yard day and just kept making big play after big play and stuck with Dak Prescott uh, in regards to when the plays broke down. And that puts him here. At the grown folk table. Shouts out to CD Lamb. Osa? Odigizuwa. Look, man. Uh, we probably could do this every week when the Cowboys win. Because usually that means Osa is playing extremely well. I just think he continues to be a top dog at the position. I, I don't I don't necessarily know where he slates in in the league. Um, I, I, can't, I, I can't be honest with you there until I actually go do some research. But... I have to believe Osa is playing like one of the best dual guys on the interior, both in the running pass. He has made play after play after play. And a lot of people want to take him off the field because he's not a big dude. No, this guy makes plays in the run game. And obviously he puts pressure on the quarterbacks as a rusher too, because that's really his game. But he has morphed into a total complete player at the position. And I remember when he got drafted and Dan Quinn was here, I kept thinking about how Grady Jarrett kind of turned into one of those guys, right? And it, it took a couple years. I feel like that's happening right now with Osa Digizua. He's turning into that guy at the three-tech position that we really haven't had since prime Jay Ratliff. A consistent three-tech that can make a difference in both the run and the pass game. Osa, welcome to the Grown Folk Table, bro. Marquise Bell. This was, look, I'm going to say, I was going to say this is Bell's best game since week one. I think this was his best game, point blank, period. Point blank, period. He finished the day with seven tackles. Five of them were solo. He had a bunch of stops, a pass breakup. And we often talk about, hey, man, you got to keep Bell clean because he can do good things when you do that. You know, he's not a guy you want to be dealing with guards at the point of attack all day. So shouts out to the front because they did that. And when you're able to do that, Marquise Bell can knife through an offense like butter. And it looks real smooth too. He don't arrive smoothly. He arrives with some pain, but it looks smooth. And he did that throughout this game, man. Just made play after play. And one of the biggest plays, one of the biggest plays of the night uh, was, even though they scored a touchdown next play, but third and goal, 
Uh, they do a play action. Marquise Bell has to fight over top of the mesh. Justin Herbert doesn't get the ball out on time, but still gets the ball out to Eckler at the one. Eckler can still make a play. Bell tackles him at the one and doesn't allow him to finish the play and get to the end zone, which should have been a walk-in touchdown. Uh, he was fantastic last night. These linebackers really both. Uh, Bell, Clark finished the, the game with eight tackles, a bunch of stops. Seven of them were solo. Uh, shouts out to the defensive line for keeping these dudes clean. And shouts out to Marquise Bell for making play after play. And if they can do that for these guys, I, and Rashawn Evans is coming back. I mean, again, it, it's, it's it's one game and you want to stack these things. You, you are looking at the room a little bit better. Let me just say that. I'm not going to be speaking hyperbole, but you're looking at it a little bit better. But I do think once we get to, you know, the next game and you get Rashawn Evans maybe involved um, and you continue to keep these guys upright, maybe we can start feeling a little bit better about it. But it's one game right now. Bell was fantastic. He deserves to be here at the grown folk table. So who's going on the walk, Cowboys Nation? That's not what we want. Get that out of here. Who's going on the walk? Let me see what y'all got in here. Who's going on the walk? Got a couple dudes. Three. I could technically take more, but, you know, I don't want to put everybody here. I want to give y'all a chance to. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks deserves to go on this walk. Um, This was his best showing of the season to me. He obviously didn't have a crazy statistical game. Very reminiscent of week one. However, he found the end zone. He found the end zone. He had 50 total yards, had a nice jet sweep, uh, a, a bunch of big clutch catches. He gained the trust, I think, of Dak, obviously, with the touchdown grab, a, a beautiful pass, way to go up and get it for Brandon Cooks. But just as important to me, just as important, might have been the third and nine play in the fourth quarter on the game-winning drive. It might have been that play because he went up. First of all, the route was great. Great route. Create separation. It was a deep hook. Uh, made the guy believe he was going deep. Brings it back in. Secures a catch. First down. Now the Cowboys are essentially in field goal range. Uh, just don't F it up, right? And that's what they did. They clicked, kicked the game with a field goal. And it was good to see them get C.D. Lamb and Brandon Cooks involved, and you will now see this kind of build, right? You want to see this build? We'll have a conversation about something in a second. He needs to stack on this. I'm going to just say that. The other player you're giving all these targets to needs to go to him. I'm going to just say that. Who else is on the walk? Uh, This one might sound like a shocker, but you got to obviously hear me out here. Rico Dowdle and Tony Pollard are going on the walk with me. Oh, what do you mean, Scott? It, it, it wasn't a great game on the ground. No, they didn't have a great game on the ground at all. And it felt like McCarthy was just running out of the gun and the line was like, ah, we'll block when we feel like it. We'll look at the film, so I don't want to go too far. But pass protection was massive for these guys. Rico and TP, I don't know if it was picked up on broadcast from the you know Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. They really didn't say too much about it. But there were some huge blitz pickups or just in general pass pros that led to big plays. One was a touchdown. A couple of them were third down conversions. And for as much as we were worried about that particular thing in preseason, in training camp, 
This unit in Pass Pro, to keep it a bean, has been absolutely fantastic this year. Seriously. You know, we'll get into the run game aspect of it here in a second. But from a pass protection aspect of it, these two have been superb. Um, they haven't. I don't believe they allowed a sack this year. Maybe I don't. I don't recall Rico allowing a sack. I haven't even played that much to allow a sack. But between Rico and Tony Pollard, these guys have been on top of it. They've answered the bell in that manner. And if you don't get the touchdown to Cooks without a Brandon, without a uh, Tony Pollard block on Derwin James, you probably don't get the third and nine completion without Rico Dowdle picking up that that blitzer. I think it might have even been a, a defensive lineman. I can't remember. I, again, we don't we haven't watched the film yet. But just good stuff from them. So they absolutely have to go on a walk when you get when you're doing the dirty work like that. So I've got Brandon Cooks. I've got uh, Rico and TP. And if you look in the back of it, if you look all the way in the back, you'll see Deron Bland. Now, the the reason why I don't have DB here, it's not because I don't think DB made some plays. He was volatile. He was, you know. Is fortunate, right? Two pass breakups should have been two interceptions. Both of those pass breakups should have been interceptions. The second one, easy pick six. Easy pick six. But on the flip side, also got cooked on a double move a few times, right? Got beat on a double move, and God's quarterback, Justin Herbert, missed him. Stop the press. Stop the press. Justin Herbert missed somebody. Oh my God! It's not just that. Yeah, he did. He 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 missed a he missed a bunch. But again, if you watch the pregame show, if you watch this show leading up to each matchup, I just would talk about what I see on on the tape. And I and I and I saw that this year when you pressure Justin Herbert, even sometimes when you don't pressure him, he tends to not be accurate all the time. That is what it is. He likes to take the deep shot. He, he wants to beat you with his arm, like his big arm, right? He wants to gun it down there, take the big plays, and, you know, kudos to to the double move for Keenan Allen both times. Or I think the other one was actually Josh Palmer. But regardless, he overshot both of them, and those are huge misses. So that's why I couldn't quite put him at the grown folk table, but he made a huge play at the goal line, fourth and whatever it was, fourth and one. Kellen Moore glitched. Tried to attack De'Ron Bland in the goal line. Didn't work out. That could have been an interception, too, by the way. Uh, which I kept saying to myself, I wish he did, because now it's first and 10 at the 20, not first and 10 at the 4. Eventually, we got backed up, punted the ball away. Um, and then the other one. So both both inter- dropped interceptions technically kind of cost your field position there. One of them was obviously a touchdown. Pick six, here you go. Tutty, right? So, DB, I'll let you hang around, but I can't quite invite you to the grown folk table. So, DB, I can bring you to the walk. Uh, Cooks, Rico, and TP are the other guys that, without watching film, that's who I got. Now, with that said, who's in the crib? We got the good stuff out the way. I ha- I should have flipped it. I should have did the bad first and then the good leading into the cause because I know what's fitting to happen. But this is kind of the 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 Monday reaction, and we can't talk about, about just the things that went well. We got to talk about the things that did not. Number one on my list, Mike McCarthy. So in his press conference, Mike McCarthy came out and said he played it conservatively at the end of the half. He played not to lose. 
reminds me much of the Jason Garrett era. Y'all remember the Jason Garrett era? Very, very conservative. Very, we played things not to lose. He kind of hinted that this is how he was going to play in the, po- in the in the preseason or camp or whatever. And that's kind of how we're playing. I hated the clock management. I didn't, I mean, I was livid. I, if you also watched the halftime show, I was I was very frustrated. Uh, mainly because of the way it ended. 40-some seconds left. You complete a pass to Michael Gallup for 12 yards. You're around the 30-ish or something yard line. Gets pushed out of bounds, but the clock keeps rolling. You got two timeouts. You don't call the timeout with 38 seconds left. Now, you know, you got time to do something. Let's the clock roll. Runs a play holding backed up 21 seconds now. You call a timeout. That's egregious. Then you complete a pass. Get inside the 10. Eight seconds left. One timeout. You deliver. This wasn't even a clock management part. This part right here. The Michael Gallup one was. He deliberately said, no, 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 no. Let the clock run. Let the clock run. Let's call a timeout with three seconds left and kick a field goal. My blood was boiling a little bit. My blood was boiling. Why are we acting like, again, we're an expansion team. It's not difficult to drop back Gallup or at this point in time, I ain't really wanted to be Gallup. C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, run a fade route, throw it up. Either he gets it out of bounds and let's kick this field goal if it doesn't happen or it's a touchdown. Now, it didn't come back to bite you in the butt because you won the game. But I don't know Mike ain't like that. Number two from Mike. The run game plan. It's week six. Again, there's things that we did the first half of the season, first few games of the season I still don't think we're doing. There's things I reached out to B and asked him. I said, look, am I crazy? You were out at Oxnard. I was down here at Dallas. I, I watched the live streams. I've watched all the clips and stuff from camp. Am I tripping that we're not seeing things we saw at camp? He said, no, sir, you're not. Okay. I just wonder. But anyway, run game plan. Since week three, it's like we just don't care how we run. We don't. It's a whole bunch of, hey, we're just using this to kill the clock. We're going to slow the game down. Shotgun run up the A-gap. I right, just do that. We have gone full, I can't use the word, but if you've seen the movie, we've gone full. But we've gone full shotgun run. Let's just hammer Tony Pollard up the A-gaps. Yeah, because that's great. With little to no room to run. Awesome. That's going to work, Mike. And then let's go Let's go under center, play action pass on third and six. Come on, Mike. You got to do better, man. got to do better. Now, when they decided to use their guys, like they are supposed to be used, meaning get TP on the edge, use Rico Dowdle coming down. TP had two two opportunities for edge carries, seven yards, nine yards. Huh, you would think to keep going back to that, but that's neither here nor there. When they decided to get Rico Dowdle going downhill under center, seven yards. Huh, you would think to continue to do that because that's what he does. We didn't. So I think there's much more to be desired from the run game. And, and how, by the way, there's much more to be desired in how we run and how we use the backfield. You've got the pieces. You just refuse to use them and put them in the best position. Uh, that's a conversation that we'll have uh, probably a lot today because I know y'all, but throughout the weeks as well, because I got a couple segments I want to do during this bye week. So how, how, what do we need to do? To me, 
I think, like I just said, get Tony Pollard on the edges. Get him more opportunities on the edges or involved with some cutback lanes, stretches, right, where now he can cut, see it, cut back, and now he can get downhill. Because, again, we'll get to the next part. It's clear this offensive line is not run blocking the way it used to, but you still can mitigate that by how you run. School of San Francisco. They don't have some dominating offensive line, but, again, it's about how you run. Eh, once again, neither here nor there. The way they're using him is criminal. The way they're using Rico is criminal. If you're going to just run Tony Pollard up the A-gaps to start off the game, then use somebody else to do it. <laughs> use, use somebody else to do that. But that's that's not his game. That's not where we should be doing, and um, it, it's a bit frustrating. Um, he is your one of your explosives. You got to put one of your explosives in position to be explosive, whether that be in the pass game or the run game. We saw broke a broke a tackle middle of the field and go 60 yards for it. That makes six straight games now where TP has a touch of 15 or more yards and five out of six games where he has a touch of 20 or more yards. So obviously the big playability is still there. You just got to put that man in position to do so. He's only had, I think it's two games over 15 carries this season. So it's not like he's getting a whole bunch of carries. In fact, I think it's four out of the six games, 15 or less carries. In two of those games, he's got over 100 yards. So it's not about the, the quantity of the usage for TP. It's the quality in how we're using Tony Pollard. And I can make the same on the reverse for Rico Dowdle. Since week three, Rico Dowdle has had four touches, five touches, three touches. In the first three weeks of the season, he had 21 touches in the touchdown. I don't, I don't get how you can watch how he runs and you don't say, we need to use him more, right? Especially in tandem with Tony Pollard. Like, you've got the, you got the great complement of each other. you got a thunder-ish type of guy and a lightning guy. Use them in that manner. From day one... This was always about using the stable of your backs. Hell, you got re- you got Hunter Lipke too, if you want to do some Hunter Lipke things. They're just not doing it. So, Mike, you got to stay in the house because I don't, I don't like the clock management in that game. I didn't like the how in regards to the run game. And I don't like how you're using these two guys. Question for y'all out here. Question for y'all. If Tony Pollard or Rico Dowdle have... Mike McDaniels or Kyle Shanahan as offensive coordinators. Do you think it'd be looking like that? Do you think it'd be looking like that? That's a simple question. No. (laughs) No. Because they would put those guys in the position to... Have we seen a, a Rico Dowdle screen since week three, by the way? Let me go see something real quick. I'm going a little bit off. I'm going a little bit off the off the rails here, but just 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 stay with me. It's it's Monday or it's the day after, so emotions can get involved here. I don't mind that. No, I, I think maybe nope nope nope. That was just a, no dump off. We haven't run a Rico screen since week three. That cool little. Get uh, what's his name? Get get Hunter Lipke out there as a lead blocker. We ran the first couple weeks of the season. Ain't seen it since. 
Here's his rushing carries. First, first three weeks of the season, he had six touches week one, eight touches week two, seven touches week three. I'd consider that still on the low side, but I say they making an attempt. Since then, four, five, and three. Don't like it. <laughs> Who else is staying in the house? Offensive line. I think the line hasn't been as advertised since the return. Again, got to go back and watch uh, once we get the tape, but didn't feel like there was a lot of room for these guys. So as much as I'm going to get on a uh, coach in the how to run these guys, I also got to get on the line because I don't. it doesn't seem like they're opening up many holes for these dudes. I mean, I'm seeing Rico and TP get constantly hit at the line of scrimmage or in the backfield, and we, we just can't have that. And if that's the case, you got to switch things up. I, I can't wait to talk to Vosh later, especially once we get the tape. But when they run this out of shotgun and they're pulling their guys, it feels like the pullers are way too tight. And they have no, they just have no care in the world to even hit, like get it to the outside. It's like they're pulling to hit the B gap and it just feels really tight. I could be wrong here, but that's kind of what I'm seeing from broadcast view. Once we get the film, we'll check it out. But it doesn't feel like the offensive line is really opening up these holes as much. And that's a bit concerning because this is just starting five. So they got to figure out a way to get these guys going. Uh, and you can you can maybe argue the pass protection is a little wonky as well. You went, How do you go the first three weeks against some good defenses, by the way? I mean, well, first four weeks. Uh, New England did sack you a few times, but a couple of those was on Dak. The Jets... New England, the Giants, they all do pressure things. And they give up many sacks in that game. You open up some holes. You, you got the growing game going. All of a sudden, you get your line back, and we, we really can't get anything going on the ground. Uh, it's really, really weird to me. And then the last person that stays in the house, in fact, he ain't just in the crib, in the living room. Got to go to his room. It's Michael Gallup. Um... Just when you thought, right? Like MG, oh MG, man, making some is right back to bro. What's happening, man? You know, I'll give you the first drop that was really high. I mean, a bit high, hit your hands, but it's a high throw. What missed throw right there from Dak? I'll give it to you. But the one he put on the money down the middle of the field, where we haven't been getting explosive plays, you you gotta catch that, man. The slant, you gotta catch that, man. You gotta get. You ain't gonna be getting separation like that. But when you do, you gotta catch that. Ten targets, three receptions, drop touchdown, twenty-four yards. Where, where, where's my Where's my one button? Hold on. It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It is time for. It's time for Jalen Tolbert. <laughs> it's time, bro. Like, <laughs> we said what, Vach? Week five? It's week six. Look, I'm not advocating to cut the man. I'm not advocating to outright inactivate the guy. I'm not doing that. You're going to need him. Like, there's going to be a point in time you're going to need him. That's just facts. But God damn it. My bad. I ain't be present. It's just time. Like, if we're going to run, if we're going to just be diabolical 
in how we run slants and how we target him. Do it with the guy who I think looks more explosive in his route, so we ain't seen a bunch of it. I think has some some explosive ability and can 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 do more things from a route tree standpoint. We gotta we gotta put politics aside, man. We got to. Doesn't feel like we're going to change things up much schematically. Feel like this is just who you're going to be. Right? And if that's the case, now you got to put the players out there. Here's the thing about in Green Bay with Mike McCarthy. Kind of doing all this. He was kind of doing all this. But you get James Jones. Uh, I, I forget the kid, uh, the, the the tall, tall, big white dude. Uh, all, all the weapons that they had out there. Donald Drivers and Randall Cobbs and Jordy Nelsons and Greg Jennings. These guys could win, right? These guys, Cooks, we know can win. Lamb, we know can win. I think Jalen Tober can. I, I mean, I've seen him win. I've seen him win this year. Not a lot of opportunities, but I've seen it. Boy, Gallup ain't won. Gallup, Gallup won. I, okay, I'll give him this. Arizona. Arizona, yeah, yeah. He hit the double move, wide open. In, in NFL terms, hit the touchdown. Didn't get it there. Bad pass. I'll give him that. But for the most part, it's just not efficient targeting Michael Gallup. Let me just tell you. Go look at the stat sheet here. Dak Prescott was 17 for 18 <laughs> targeting anybody else aside from Michael Gallup. If that don't tell you, and again, he's not going to come out and say, I need to stop going to him. He's not going to come out and, and, and throw his guy under the bus. But the coaches need to make a decision here. They need to make a move. And I think it's obvious. You got it in the house. Gallup even said it. Hey, man, he on my heels. Damn right he on your heels. So put the politics aside and, and put our guy in, man. Put Jalen Tobin and give him the opportunity. We got a whole bye week for, for them to get that rolling. So those are the guys I have in the crib. Uh, Michael Gallup, offensive line. Mike McCarthy from all to the regions, game management and the run game plan, play calling in general. Mike just, just ain't been it. And if you missed the cookout, keep pressing the wrong button. Got Dak Prescott at the table, Michael Parsons, C.D. Lamb, Osa Digizua, and Marquise Bell. Um, and I think Bell kind of had, well, his Sunday night game was actually kind of his coming out party, but he reestablished himself, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of been a struggle over the last few weeks, but he reestablished himself um, down there in the box. So that's the grown folk table, and those are the guys that are in the well, the penalties too. Yeah, Bradford, I mean, McCart- just McCarthy in general. I mean, you you were undisciplined team. Uh, you, you can't have that. I mean, I went on my rant at halftime, frustrated, talking about maybe you got to send a message. A lot of that was about guys lining up offsides uh, and then obviously Michael Gallup dropping the ball. But but you you just you just can't. You can't remain this undisciplined moving forward. Can't do it, Wanda. All right. It's enough of me talking. I know y'all tired of hearing me. So let's go ahead and hit these phone lines. Hear what y'all got to say on this Victory Tuesday. Good morning, Los. How's it going, man? 
Yo, good morning, Scott, man. Hey, it's been a great weekend for me so far, man. And I know we, I saw both of my franchises. Rangers, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, hey, it's been great. And especially against those Astros. I hate them, that team. But that's another story for another day. But, um, but those Cowboys, man. Um, Let me say this. In the beginning of the year, I always said the most important thing is getting this offense to be consistent, right? And this offense hasn't been consistent with their scheme or decision-making in this past weeks. However, like you said, the best silver lining is that their solutions. And we have shown them, Scott. It's not like we haven't showed that we can't move the bar or, you know, we can get our players open. I'm not getting all y'all. The conference has been locked. Go ahead. No, I had to lock the lines up. It was getting a bit out of hand over here. Oh, it's all good, but yeah. But yeah, getting your players involved in the right situation, right? And the best case scenario is we can get this going when it matters most. Because right now, our offense is in a funk, but I, I would rather happen now than later, Scott. Because I'm not trying to say, like, you know, for example, look at the Rangers. But, like, I mean, look at the Rangers, right? Uh, you I'm going to tell you for, something right you know, now. They were struggling. I know nothing okay. about the Rangers. Not, yeah, not I'll, one I'll thing. This. All right, I'll just say this then. They were a struggling team. Okay. But when they got hot, when they got hot when it mattered, that's when it matters. You know, when, gotcha. the, when it's a, October, so they were like you know, a playoff season. They were like a – it was it was tough for them in the regular season and they got to the postseason they went on a run. Is that what happened? Exactly. Gotcha. And, like, okay. you, you just got to find a way to be consistent. You know, when it matters most, when it gets to the right moment of time, you got to find ways to win games. And I feel like Mike, Mike and Dan Quinn have to find a way – and I'm not. I'm, I'm putting Dan Quinn a little bit warm martyr. Not that he, not that he hasn't earned it, but these couple of last games, I'm not saying he hasn't done a great job. But you know, this defense has been a little. I don't know if it's this Trayvon Diggs injury, but I, I have had not way more expectations about this defense. It's not yeah. been. Elite. I mean, look, so, I'll give them some credit in this game for sure. They they pressured the hell out of uh, Herbert, but but it, I can't I can't call it one of them ones not yet. Yeah, and last thing is. Um, to leave you off, Sky is one player that I was impressed the whole game is Marquise Bell, man. Sheesh. In closing, yeah. I knew when he, yeah, I knew he was going to be a player off on the field. But one thing I've got glimpses of his game is he wasn't afraid to go downhill and see it and attack it, especially in that run game. And credit to the Cowboys getting him right away as an undrafted free agent. And that's that's something that I feel like something we should you know harp on, like hey. We need to be more like this. When we see this bar, you know, whatever, let's stop this run and let's let's keep going after it. And that's all I got, Scott. Peace. All right, man. Good one, good one. Not too long. I like to keep him that way. All right, let's get Marcus. What's good, man? Hey, what's going on, Scott? Good morning, Cowboys Nation. How y'all doing? This might be the first time in a long time you ain't called in laughing. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> I'm a little nervous right now, Marcus. What's on your mind? Man? Oh, hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. One game at a time. One game I at a time. You. I, I loved it last night. I loved it last night. I, you know, I got to throw out on my bag. I got to throw out on my bag. And I don't have no problem with that. It's long season. But great game last night. That's my quarterback. Y'all get off my quarterback. Leave him alone. He did something. You know, somebody said in the chat that that was Dak's first rushing touchdown since, what, 2020, since last season? In the middle of the last season, that was his first rushing touchdown. It, it's hard for me since to wrap when? my mind around that. Yeah, since, what, since, 20, since last season? Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's only week six, so, you know, that makes sense. Uh, 
Well, I think the I think the stat you're looking for is that's his longest career rushing touchdown. Oh, okay. That's the one that kind of shocked me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe in maybe in a larger sense, I mean, you you think that will be moving and running a little bit more. I'm not saying he's gonna be Lamar Jackson. He never was. No. And never should be. But that's just you know just that aspect of his game is for some reason seems like he's been missing, but. Uh, yeah, he, he did his thing last night. Like I said, I always thought that the idea with the offense from that was going to be how much of this was going to allow him to be himself. We can talk, what we, we can say what we want about schemes and people running like routes and yada yada, but a whole lot of this is going to be about what decisions that is going to make. And I think when he runs, he makes as good a decision as he does when he's dropping back and stuff like that. So that's the thing I like. Maybe that's some of that finally understanding some things about, hey, look, man, play calling ain't here. I'm going to have to do some things myself. But that was good. And, and I agree with you totally, man. We got to use Rico Dial the way we used uh, Palmer and Zeke last year. Split the carries up between them. You're only going to have Palmer for this year anyway, I think. Split yeah. the carries up between them. Give Dotto the Zeke role you, you gave him last year. That, that's what we, right. Like, I thought that's yeah. what Rico was on the team for. Yeah, that's what he's there for. Let him, yeah, let him do that. There's no reason why you don't give Rico Dowdle 10 carries a game. There's no reason not to. Especially if that's what you're going to do. If you're going to run 10 times just to be running that, let, let Dowdle have that. And yeah. move Tony Pollard around. We, we both thought that you know, Pollard's a weapon, man. You can do a lot of things with him. And yeah, when he's outside, when he's in space, he looks more like himself, too. So it's yeah. weird that this staff acts like they don't know what kind of players they got. And that's what the thing is. They look like they don't understand what their players are and what their players can do. Yeah, Mark, well, is it, it, other than that, man, yeah. yeah. No, it yeah. just feels ahead, like they yeah. don't really care about the how to run anymore. It's just like, ah, right. we're just running to stay on track, and I don't want to get – I don't want to fall into that. I, I was saying that for years over, like, the last three years uh, with TP mm-hmm. and Zeke. There would be games where it was a purpose, and you saw it be successful. And there would be games where it's like, oh, we're just running to – just to run. And that's <laughs> – yeah. we, we, we don't want to do that. I think you got talent in that backfield, man. Just put them in position. Yeah, exactly, man. That's why I think it, it may be, you know, it, look, it, for all intents and purposes, it's Schottenheimer's offense. I know Michael McCarthy called him plays, but it's Schottenheimer's offense. And all of this stuff that the Joneses are hung up on Mike McCarthy calling the plays to prove he got the top or whatever, that's overstated, overblown to me. I don't, I've never cared who called the plays, but I want the guy that's better at it doing it, you know. Uh, 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 Schottenheimer's called plays more recently in the league, and he's probably a little bit more familiar with how he wants to do those things than Mike McCarthy might be, especially if Mike is stale or whatnot. But, hey, they got a couple weeks to figure that out, man. So I'm going to enjoy this, and great game by Dak. And uh, way to play, Cowboys. I, I'm, I'm going to – I ain't going nowhere. I ain't shook and I ain't scared, so I'm going to ride with him until we are fuck off. How about them Cowboys? How about them? <laughs> Appreciate you, Marcus. All right, dude. I had that, that conversation with uh, Jesse yesterday, and, and he made some great points. I should have clipped that. I wonder, man, look, I don't obviously never want a loss, but I wonder what, if, what would have happened had the Cowboys lost this game, given the way this went uh, from a play-calling standpoint. Um, you could argue it doesn't matter. They won the game, but it still should be questioned. Sh- shoddy, I mean, Mike has to look in the mirror. I mean, me personally, I think Mike has to look in the mirror and say, look, this thing ain't really going the way I wanted to go. Um, juggling do play calling duties and, and being a head coach 
hasn't been as smooth. Now you could also say, oh, it's week six. He's getting back in the flow of things. Sure. But where's the hope? The the hope was early in the season. The hope was the first couple weeks of the season. We were doing some good things. We were, we were doing moving around pre-snap motion. A lot of yesterday felt static again. I mean, we'll look at the tape, but it felt static. Pre-snap motion, getting to the edges, uh, tosses, jet sweeps, screens, rubs. It was a lot of that. And then it just dwindled down. So it doesn't seem like we're trending up or trending down with it. And if that's the case, maybe you need to say, hey, shoddy, you know, I'm, the goal is to win. The goal is to win. You've recently put together offenses where you've had deep concepts mixed with a good running game, screen game, et cetera. The Cowboys, by the way, screen game has been really good this year. It's been really good. We just don't do it enough, which I think it was uh, Troy Aikman who said, you know, I just think offensive play callers make things more complicated than they need to be. I used to say that for years, and I thought we were going to have all the easy buttons in this offense, and I agree. Sometimes it's just like, why are we being difficult here? Kellen did it a bunch of times last night. Fourth and one, third and one, you're doing these rollouts. just, Just get the first down, you know? So I just think we need to stop, I don't want to say overcomplicating things. Stop being stubborn, Mike, essentially. Stop being stubborn, man. And if it if it, if it means Shoddy has to call plays because he's more familiar with the, the day and age of things, hey, man, let it be. You, you, you tried it. It ain't looking too good for you juggling it right now. And I, what I don't want is this victory to mask his deficiencies from a play calling standpoint, he still everybody obviously needs to go back. Offense, defense, special teams, every unit, whatever needs to go back at the bye week, get some rest, some R and R, get into the film uh, room, figure out how to be better for sure. But um, if we want to get to where we want to get to, you know, we we have to show more consistency offensively, and it's been tough. It's been tough. I ain't heard from Kyle. From Wisconsin in the grip. What's up, Carl? What's up, man? How you doing, man? I'm doing this is Carl Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're Carl from Wisconsin. What's good, Carl? Yeah. Hey man, I want to ask you this. I I I was thinking about this. What do you think with the running game with Paula? I heard you talk about Paula. And how they trying to get him to run through these A gaps? It, it it ain't working at all. Mm-mm. It's just not right now. I'm thinking of a trade. And what do you think about this? The Packers and the Cowboys getting a trade for the running back Dillon. I like him. Uh, I mean, I like yeah. the, I like the player, but to to be completely honest. I'm worried. I'm more worried about the how. I think you got a guy that can get downhill and be strong for you, and Rico. So it, you know, but Dylan's a big boy though. That's a, that's a big boy. But some could argue, hey, so is so is uh, Hunter Lipke. If if you want to get some power, just pure. We don't give a damn about what yeah. happens here. Just give it to a big guy to put his head down there and, and try to move the pile. Hunter Lipke is on the team, so I, I think you yeah. have the guys equipped. But it's the how that that is frustrating for me more than the the who. I want to. I want you to be honest with me. I mean, I like you, analyze you. You 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 do a good job, and I want you to be honest with me. Rico, you mentioned him. Mm-hmm. 
Stu, I really think, and I'm not taking anything from Paula, I like Rico better. I I think a lot of fans, because I like his style. Remember how I called him a Marion Barber type style? That yeah, is a that's yeah, a that's yeah. a very fun style to get behind. Do I look at Rico as a lead back? No, I, I know how I feel. I don't think you need to have a lead back. And when I say lead back, I mean workhorse back in this in this type of economy in regards to the NFL. But I don't mind. I don't, I don't understand why we're not using him more in tandem with TP. Like, you don't have to yeah, utilize yeah. TP any differently than you utilized him in years past. You don't have to do that. <laughs> and I think they are, and it's a mistake. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing about to me, I always think they just the same bag, and and and, and uh, I kind of miss them getting rid of uh, the guy that they got over from uh, Tampa Bay, the running back. He had some issues well, this well, year. Well, Jones. I, 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 again, I miss him. And, again, it's not the who. It's not the who, man. And 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 I think we we're going to. Look at the results and not look at the process of how we get to those results. I, yeah. I argue if you put Ronald Jones in the backfield, ain't much happening either because of the how. You ha- you cannot you cannot do shotgun runs, bro, up the A gaps all game. What happens when they got under center? They get under center, Tony Pollard hits the edges, and he gets a nine yard gain. What happens when they get Tony Pollard on the edges? He gets a seven yard toss play. What happens when they get under center and run into yeah. Rico Dowdle downhill? He gets a seven-yard hard-nosed run. It's the how. You got the players. Yeah. It's the how. I'm going to keep saying it. Yeah, I, and I hear you. Because Paula is so good when he hit that outside. He, he That's where he's real good. And I, I, I'm a little concerned, not too much, and I think they'll get it correct with the offensive line and and, and – Maybe those A-gaps was part of him, you know. Uh, if it wasn't working, he kept trying to, you know, get it in there, and it wasn't working at all. But I believe with this bye week, man, they can get take care of some things, get some things done. And I'm looking for something, you know. I'm looking for a trade around this bye week. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll have, yeah. A, we'll have a nice little segment <laughs> on that. I got you. All right. I appreciate that, bro, man. Cowboys, man, I can go a week without worrying, man. <laughs> Dep- I can go a week it, without It, it depends oh. who you listen to and what you what you bring in. Because I can guarantee you you might you might think the Dallas Cowboys lost depending on who how you take in your information. So be careful, man. I, I me too, man, because I uh, Philly five hundred man. I said some. Ooh, I, that, you dude? know they bite block me because I was that guy's just do. You so worried about the Cowboys? You, you you troll them all the time. You know he he just last night was the, the night that I just had to go off on that dude. That I'm 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 sick of Philly fans, dude. Yeah, I'm sick of it. And I see Sunday because Miami coming. <laughs> the Dolphins yeah. are coming. Yeah, he, he yeah. shouldn't be talking. Nothing. All right, I appreciate, appreciate you, Carl. Bro, bro. All right, yeah, right. See, shout out to everybody getting their bread, right? Like, shout out to all content creators busting their butts, getting that bread. Just like on national media, you have to understand what you're dealing with and how, what you're taking in. Same thing comes to content creation. 
there's just no way, right? Like you're going to a guy like that, and with all due respect, I'm trying to be as respectful as possible. Ain't no way. You watching this content to learn a lick of anything about the game, to talk about the actual game of football, to have logical, contextualized conversations about. There's just no way you're doing that. I've I've seen the dude, uh, and and shouts out to him getting his bread, but that's not his lane, and in our industry there are people like the the industry on on tv where they they their content is different so you're not doing that with a guy like that so if you want to go over there to have fun with the trolling and stuff hey by all means but if you want to go over to actually talk football i'd argue probably the other dudes like that but i'm gonna just leave it at that because you know yeah it is what it is What's good, James? Hey, what's good with you, man? Not much, brother. Not much. But, Try, trying to be respectful. But if you did want to troll somebody and you wanted to get a barrel of laughs, especially when they lose, he is funny as far as when he melts down because his team's losing sometimes. Yeah, that's what but, I'm saying. Like, he, a, that's that's his yeah. content. Yo, I'm going to make you laugh with my... Right. my, my <laughs> he's the... Uh, what's in Rest in Peace, Saturday Night Live, uh, Tommy mm-hmm. Boy. What's my man's name? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. He, but he when, passed away, but, when but you that's wanna... who he is. That's his game, yeah. Yeah, but when you want to keep it real and you want some real stuff, that's why we, you know, we cowboy fans come to you and watch when we when we get our real news and our real cowboy takes. But no, I don't think there's a whole lot I really can say that you know Chris that Farm, you didn't you. Uh, mention and that wasn't spot on because your your take was Sky was absolutely one thousand percent spot. It was just right on the money. That uh, Mike McCarthy's uh, halftime, you know, going into the halftime. Uh, uh, letting the clock run down, we probably could have ran maybe a play or two. You think, you know, maybe scored a touchdown. I don't understand that, you know. And then, um, and I think the, the offensive lines only been back together what two games. I'm kind of interested by next game to see if they can start opening some holes. And I agree with you in the run game. That's horrendous. Uh, Tony Pollard up to a gap is just not getting it done in the shotgun. I agree with you there. Uh, and I think it's also time to start seeing some more Jalen Tolbert instead of Michael Gallup. Uh, there's just no separation there at all. And if you're going to throw those deep routes, isn't that why we got Brandon Cooks to do that? Yeah, man. I think Cooks makes that catch. Uh, uh, hell, I, I think he does too. Tolbert might even make it. I mean, again, I'm just guessing here, but that right. he used to come down with those type of contested ones, but that, he ain't even doing that now. If you're not even going to do that, we got to right. find a different road for you. And if that's maybe you become yeah. a red zone weapon where we, we jump ball you, mm-hmm. then, then that's fine. Right. But we got to put our politics to the side here and uh, do what's right. Yeah, because we're talking about that one play where Dak threw a dot and it hit uh, Gallup in the hands in the end zone. Yeah, you got to catch that, man. Yeah, because we don't get that many that, shots. Yeah, like, you got to. It definitely against no. that team. The way we were playing – you don't you don't get that type of shot. They're not allowing you. They they were they were playing two sometimes three deep in this game, and then you could hear Dak in the press conference talk about it, like, hey, they weren't really giving us right. that look. And there was times where uh, at least on one occasion I saw uh, who was it Fergie up the scene, but I think Dak just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. All right, let me and just go ahead and get the first down here, as opposed to trying to hit the. That scene. was something I was going to touch on too that I noticed. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, again, I can't wait to get the film because I don't know how many times we even took that opportunity to hit a seam shot. I felt like it could have been there. Right. But um Yeah, the last 
Yeah. Point I'm going to make before a question I have, Sky, and I didn't mean to cut you off. Is I, I think Dak is just not trusting his first read because before he just looked like he was going to throw it to Ferguson and then he took it back. If he would have, if he would have hit him, if he would have threw it, he would have hit him. He, on he, that particular he, he play, for sure. For sure, we have to get the rest of the film. But um, right again, in this scheme, I'm sorry, in this in this offense, they're not really allowing you to go downfield. So they were just taking everything they could get underneath for the most part. Mm -hmm. But he was hitting some big plays, though. I mean, he was getting on a move and making some big plays. But I'll I'll be interested to see how all the X's and O's went into this thing and Mm -hmm. where there was some opportunity. And then I think my question here at the end of the day, after all those uh, takes and uh, not having a question, I think my biggest question, somebody kind of somewhat touched on it. It may not be from the Packers, but – do you see us possibly maybe trying to trade to get another offensive weapon, you think, or would you not? Uh, we're going to have a trade segment. I don't know I don't know if necessarily it'll be an offensive weapon. Again, <laughs> weapons ain't your problem. Right. Weapons is the furthest thing from your problem here. Um, but, hey, it's, it never hurts to, to get better uh, in right. any department. So we'll have a trade segment and, and see what, what, what are some possibilities. But Yeah. For but me, at the I end of the day, it's a win. We'll take it. But uh, like I said, man, as, as always, man, you know, like I say, uh, you and Vach are, are the best on YouTube with what you do. Um, and I appreciate you, uh, you know, and let's just go into this bye week and hopefully we can figure this out because uh, we got some uh, coming up, man. We got some tough opponents like the Lions and the Bills mm. and Miami. Well, we got to find a way to score some that's, more points. That's, that's in December. We got the Rams up next. Yeah. That ain't going to be easy. Then Philly right after that, right? right? And then the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's your your schedule is on now, baby. You you got the you got the yeah, easy ones. Yeah, we just got to find a way to score some more points. One hundred percent. You got the easy ones out the way. It's time to lock in now because it's it's, it's going to be competitive yes, from here on out. The, the games that you've seen over the weekend is usually how football games are going to be played, not the blowouts. Right. All right, Scott. Well, you have a good rest of your Monday, man. Enjoy. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. All right, let's keep it moving, man. Let's get D Shift on the horn. What's good, D Shift? Hey, good morning, Scott. Good nice morning, to you, man. Um, man, I guess my my biggest takeaway. I'm glad uh, the defense and that got confidence uh, put back in them. That's, yeah. I mean, that's just an important factor. We can talk about like where we're going to be in the playoffs, but as you said, man, we got to deal with the now. One game at a um, time. This team yeah. has too many. Yeah, this team has too many things, and I think that was the biggest thing about us. You know, we got a little overinflated as a fan base. And when these problems naturally arise, as, as they are going to, um, you 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 kind of panic. And it's like vouching for somebody, right? You give somebody your word, and then when they let you down, you, you, you're kind of mad, right? And so, you know, we, we vouch for this team, and uh, things happen. Uh, you know, you had injuries and, you know, whatnot. Um, so, like, as you said, one game at a time, and I think the confidence of uh, Micah getting that sack in, in a clutch moment, right? I mean, the the Chargers were sacking us all night, but we got the most important sack mm-hmm. of the night. Yeah. Um, and uh, also with Dak, uh, just being able to just continue to build. Look, I mean, we we talk about you know Mike McCarthy and the play calling and Schottenheimer, and right across you know the field, you you had a coach who, I mean, these past couple of weeks you've been hearing about rumblings as to whether or not we were <laughs> better off with Kellen or not, right? And yeah. and then. You turn around and that guy's on the other side of the sideline, like making the the cringy teeth face, you know. And I I did not miss that face. No, no, uh, no, no. Let, let, let's 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 make this clear, right, Disha? Just because 
we want McCarthy to get his act together or possibly relinquish play calling duties. Don't mean I'm right. walking them back. No damn Kellen Moore. No sir. No 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 no. Look, yeah, look, nah. Kellen Moore. Again, I, I think he's a he's going he's a bright mind. He's got a bright future in this league. We we talked about this in offseason. He's going to go to the Chargers. He's going to do good things. He's going to put up good numbers. He'll be fine, right? Like, but we we've, we've been there, done that with with Kellen. Go get me somebody. Now we're talking offseason, but go get me somebody that's rubbing shoulders with with Shanahan and the Daniels or whatnot. I, I brought up Bobby Slowick, man. He's doing fantastic things down there in Houston. Um, and, and look, I know I, I can't stand Eastside Harold, but I do like what they're doing in Houston. I like football, man. I love love seeing what those guys are doing down there. Go get me somebody that's rubbing shoulders against them. What you saw last night on the other side is what we have been dealing with for years, right? Hey, you get off to this hot start, mm-hmm. all this razzle-dazzle, but if you weather the storm of all the stuff that Kellen will throw at you early, he'll fall back into, mm-hmm. hey, Q, go win me the game, no matter what the hell is going on. He could have easily kept attacking us with Keenan Allen or or Austin Eckler out the backfield, screens. He didn't do that. He said, go win me the game with my big arm quarterback, and it didn't work out. You know, This is now three opportunities they've had a chance to go score a game-winning drive, and they're 0-3 in that, in that instance. And this is from a guy who, who routinely used to do that. And I don't think it's a coincidence that that's kind of similarly what happened under Dak's tenure. You know, he started off winning a bunch of game-winning drives, right? And then it didn't happen under Kellen as much. And now it's happening with Justin Herbert. And, and you can't blame it on the quarterback. Justin Herbert's a good quarterback. He's not – he didn't play well, but that's a damn good quarterback. Yeah, and we'll, we'll deal with we – like you said, down the road, we'll deal with – because you don't know who's going to be playing, right? You didn't – like – 49ers didn't know and the Eagles didn't know they were going to be without some of their best players and their quarterbacks had to go prove that they can still be these guys that everyone hypes them up to be without these guys, and they showed that, hey, just like every other team, they need those guys, right? Um, so you don't know what you, you're, you're going to have. You don't know what your circumstances are going to be later on in the year. But I, I do know that you need to just stack those confidence, uh, just that, those confidence-building wins. Um, and so I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it regardless of you know, people are going to harp on this was the 31st-ranked defense, whatever. You know, I'll take it. Hey, um, hey they're going to complain either way. So you might as well mm-hmm. let them complain in the, in the win. Now, I can't put into perspective, like, yes, like offensively you're going to have to be better against better defenses. Sure. Um, but at, 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 at guys, the end of the day, get the dub first, right? Get the dub first, and yeah. then let's build on top of the things you did well and then learn from the things that you didn't do well. That, that's really what we need to do uh, in these type of victories, in my opinion. And the supporting cast, like you said, we we got to play better. Like offensive line, we can't be giving up that many. Uh, you count your blessings when you win a game with eleven penalties. Um, defensively, guys who are around Micah, y'all need to step up. You saw Bland show up. Um, you you saw the linebackers show up. Osa. But we can't. We man, all this lining up offside. With defensively, I don't know what's going on, but like, can we clean that up? Can we can we let that take a walk outside? Like, that, that's what I'm saying. Like somebody, like you got to send a message, man. Like you you, you got to send a message to somebody, whether it be a we benching you for a quarter, a half, or something. Because every week, now you ain't benching Micah, but every week we're lining up off sides. I mean, I mean that's just yeah. it's just it's inexcusable, man. Yeah. You beat a you know you beat a you beat a a, a pretty um, a highly touted quarterback. I'm not going to say that he's among that, but he is highly touted. I mean, this is an um, offense so that came that. in here top five 
total offense, and they got one of their best players back, and you 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 had a good day against them. So. Yes, sir. But uh, man, I appreciate it, man. Uh, like like I mean, I like everything you're talking about, though, man. You're giving your praises, but we still got work. Yeah, uh, I like man. that energy, man. Always, appreciate always, you, bro. bro. Appreciate these ship good stuff. Yeah, that's the fine line on the day afters, right? Good things, it's the bad things. But you know, I'm always same here in regards to learn from what you did wrong and build on the top of the things you did well. My concern is, will McCarthy do the latter? Let's keep it moving. All right, we now we're down to a reasonable amount. We'll get through everybody. Jack, Jack, what's good? Sky. Yo. What's going on, man? What's happening? Man, everything is everything, baby. How you feeling now, today after? With all the pleasantries out the way. Oh, I feel awesome. I feel great. I just came from out the garden, so I'm good. <laughs> I can tell, but brother. With all I can that tell. Said, with all due damn disrespect. Hey, Sky. Yeah. You stay disrespectful. Fuck them. Mm. Because the day we lose, they're going to be disrespectful and run our name in the street. That's that's for real. So, all right, respect. But at the end of the day, boss, you the ops. Fuck you. Now, this is the game hey, where Dak did what they said that he couldn't do. <laughs> this is the game where Dak did what he said that, they, that he couldn't do. He couldn't overcome the coaching woes. Mm. This is the Dak that we were used to. When when the play broke down, he'd get out the pocket instead of being back there and being frantic, worried about being sacked. Get out the way. Now he moved. Now he's able to create. And you did you see Dak's arm last night? I don't know what they say about Dak, but Dak has a pretty nice damn arm, bro. That back foot touchdown, and he put it in the pocket where he let him. Right then, his yeah. If you if if you let them tell it, the dude Dak is had, is a third string quarterback. If you let a lot of so called cowboy fans tell it, but I digress. Well, that's why I ain't gonna let them tell it. Yeah. Ooh. That's why I ain't gonna let them tell it, Scott. I'm riding with us. I'm I'm out the van with us. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, um, they're gonna talk about how old Jalen hurts. Um, this is not like him. But we put 40 on that same defense when they was healthy. We put 40 on them. Hey, we'll get there, Jack Jack. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. For a, one for a buck. Yeah, yeah, we'll get one there. For a buck. But I'm we'll just get... saying, I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating in our I'm celebrating in our win. You know how I am. Good, bad, and different. Yeah, we got issues. But man, I'm celebrating, bro. We won. We start we we in we in the we in the bye week, two games over five hundred. Talk to Two them. of the biggest adversaries to took L's. Now they broken. Now they got to start back over now. Now mm. they got to hit the drawing board. And, and, Only and, thing and, we and, got to do, and this is one thing that I, that. Go, go ahead, boss. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, and, and this, this this is one thing. When they, because I, 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 something ran back in my head while I was listening to y'all. They said they changed 30% of the offense in the offseason. That's a lot. Was those 30% the big plays? That that's a lie. Let me let me let me was let those thirty percent the big plays? They they let the cat out the bag when they said it was the language. The language changed. 
Mm-hmm. But the the plays, I don't think stayed. This, there's some plays they might have kept thirty percent. There's some, but you're, this is an entirely different offense. And I wish they would have just been forward because then, then I'd be like, okay, there may be some growing pains. You know, you, obviously McCarthy having to call plays, be a head coach, mm-hmm. new offense, Dak in the new offense. There's going to be some. But to come out and say, hey, yeah, most of this offense is the same is a lie. That's a that's a bold faced lie. Absolutely, and I got another, I got another little problem. But and, th- and, th- and this is just me because I know football. Yep. Whatever happened to the whatever happened to those go for the jugular plays? Whatever happened to those? He, when no. you got when you when you take a team's momentum and then you got and, and then you got those plays to take take them to keep the momentum and stuff on their neck. We don't got those now. To be fair, to be fair, we we, we defense, to be fair, we ran run, we we ran one. But Dak just missed Tony Pollard in the end zone at the end. That was the play right there, right? To just boom, touchdown, and make them have to go yeah, score yeah, yeah, a touchdown. Yeah. So you know we missed it. I mean, and that, I mean that's just this game. I'm talking about from the season. Fair. Yeah. We haven't had really those jugular take your life plays. You know what I'm saying? We never had those. Hey, all right, Dak, I want you to take your shot on this one. You know what I'm saying? Sure. We ain't really had that. It was all right. Well, if your first read not there, check it down. You know what I'm saying? Now, last night, like I said, he he dissipated those efficiencies, deficiencies by our coaching staff by getting out the pocket, Tony down the yard, down the field, sixty yards. Some of those plays where um, C. D. Lamb came across the field because he was doing the post and he broke it down into an over. That's how he caught that first down. But that's what I'm saying. Like if that if, when Dak can do that and say, "Hey, all right, I know what y'all called, but fuck it, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna run what oh. I'm gonna run." Oh yeah, you know don't get it saying? twisted. In my, in my, get more confidence than that. In my monologue to open up the show, it, it wasn't the the scheduled plays. It was Dak just making plays and the receivers making plays. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much scheduled plays that were just Bing, 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 Bing. There was a few. There was a handful, but for the most part, all your big plays came because him and his receivers or running backs were on the same page when the play broke down. But appreciate the call, Jack. Jack. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Always blessed. Shots out to to Aisha. We were texting yesterday about this game, and one thing that she said to me was, "That looked like vintage Dak." I said, "Oh, that's a that's a good one. That is a that is a good way to put this thing. That looked like vintage Dak. That that absolutely looked like, hey man, let me let me just make a play happen because the play is not there with." within the scheduled form of it. And again, we'll have to go look at the film. Um, and, I, and I get that the Chargers aren't going to let you get deep, but it was too many times we hit that back foot. And as Aikman said, where was the timing? Back foot, boom. There was some back foot hit the slant, some back foot hit the comeback route, no doubt about it. Some back foot hitch and hit it. Like there was some of that involved, but a, a, like I said, a lot of the plays that you were making was him being off schedule. So vintage Dak. That's what it felt like. Keep moving. Deshaun, what's up, man? What up, Scott? <laughs> what's good, brother? Man, Dak is him for that. Um, that is a vintage Dak. Mike McCarthy, have you seen it yet? They they showed it. Um, it's on uh, it's probably like on Twitter and stuff. It tells Mike McCarthy holding a play calling sheet, and you see the full plays. Hey, oh, oh, on spe- hold on. Can I speak on that real quick? This ain't just Go McCarthy, ahead. bro. This we saw it with Peyton. We see it with every every week. First of all, 
one or two things <laughs> need to happen. No, seriously, all jokes aside, not that I don't know how much it matters, but this is getting out of hand, bro. Actually, I'm going to say three mm-hmm. things here. My bad. I'm going to say three things. Go ahead. Either A, they need to put something over their play cards, number one. Or maybe, just maybe, these networks need to stop showing the coaches up close because you can clearly see their play sheet. It wasn't just McCarthy. It was Kellen. It was, uh, I don't know, Brandon Staley. I can't quite remember. Peyton, Andy, whomever it is, you can see these plays, man. I think that's weird to me. And they just continue to show these shots. So that's that's two things. Either cover it up or stop doing it. And number three, was it just me? Or did anybody else get so frustrated with the coverage of the plays before, it's, before it happened? Meaning they are constantly showing the crowd or they're showing the sideline or they're zoomed up on some random player on the field as opposed to showing the broadcast view so we can see what the hell is going on. By the time they got to the broadcast view, they snapped the ball. We don't know what the hell was going on. That coverage was awful. It was terrible on Monday Night Football last night. And I hope, and maybe it's maybe this might be just the producer in me. I look at things a lot differently. But that was terrible. That producer needs to get called in and say, we cannot do that moving forward. Stop zooming in on these coaches and can we please show the entire broadcast view? I don't care about Charger fan getting all hyped like she on cocaine or or, or whatever and then losing and she hey. said, I don't care about that shot. I want to see what's happening before the play. I digress. That that kind of ticked me off a little bit, the way they were covering the game, man. I, I, it was like I was catching the play at the last second, and I couldn't keep up with it, and it was very annoying. <sighs> Lord, anyway, I'm glad, I'm glad you got that out. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for allowing uh, me to go. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, you're fine. Um, my thing was is with McCarthy, it feels like I I feel like I was seeing two Kellen Moore's out there. Like it was no like with Mike, it's no creativity to get Power like going. It's like you just run him up the A gap and say, "All right, Power, break a tackle <laughs> or do this." It's like <laughs> it's like man, where is too much like, cocaine? Where's was too much. My bad. You're fine. Scott, I need to send I need to go find Mike McCarthy. I need to send him uh the NBA Young Boy song called Motion. I got motion. I need to send him that. Because dude, like you have to learn how to be more creative. Because what they're doing is they're saying, Okay, I dare you to throw whatever you want to throw, but you're not when you run the ball, you're not about to run the ball you is. And all week, Scott, all week you are talking about attacking that middle. Troy Aikman even on the television said, Hey, if he tacked this in the middle right here, and I'm like, it's okay, so everybody's seeing what we see. So what is Mike McCarthy not seeing it? Uh, so it, he, he's 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 coaching to not lose the game. Um, and and you can't tell me, and, and this is why, again, I don't want to sound like a broken record. The gift and curse about Dak as a, as a being a coachable player is that he will acquiesce to what you want him to do. There has been a clear, clear stance on we just not going to go to the middle of the field that much. In contrast to last year where we were going to the middle of the field all in years past, not even just last year. How many times did we see the seam route get hit? I mean, it felt like every game we had one. Also, last year it felt like every other game we was having interceptions in the middle of the field. But nonetheless, that part of the field cannot continue to be ignored. And I feel like he's in his own head when it comes to that. Again, I'll get the film. I, I just just know one play that I saw, um, and that was I the one they showed where where uh, Schultz hit the middle on the scene. But we're not even throwing any type of routes or combinations there. So 
you cannot nerf the entire offense out of fear of interceptions. So that's something he's just going to have to get. That's why I said McCarthy versus McCarthy. He's going to have to get out his head and allow, you know, Dak to kind of just be, if you're going to deal with interceptions, deal with them being aggressive. Don't deal with them being conservative. Uh, And then discipline. Scott, ain't no way in hell we should be having that many play uh, uh, penalties. Like, lining up penalties, that's what's even worse. Like, you don't know where the ball is at. This is from defense in office. Mm. Like, Tyler Smith is getting uh, false starts. Um, I'm seeing him get hold, which one of the holes is like, okay, I understand that part because if not, that probably would have got sacked, so I'll take it. But a lot of a lot of times, whenever we're trying to get them off the field, what happens? A penalty. It felt like every time I've, I've seen a play, it's like, oh, where the penalty going to come? And they come right on time. I'm just like, dude. Also, we got to stop letting the refs get in, in get this into a close uh a close uh game because what happened is this: when you go into a close ugly game, the refs can dictate and you can, uh, and you, you can either win or you can lose that game. Look, and also, the turpin thing that pissed me off. What? Oh, oh, the the, the look. Yeah, when he ran into him and look. then Tolbert had to jump on. Yeah. I ain't. If you've been following the show, you know damn well I'm not going to harp on the refs too long because it, don't expect that to change. But I can't get mad right. at the referees when you are giving them how many penalties? Eleven penalties? Probably eight of them were legit. You know, lining up off sides, hands to the face, obvious holdings. You know, you, you just you can't give them easy ops to call the flag on you, especially if they're flag happy. So we we got to be better. We got to be more disciplined. All right, Scott. Man, this is cool. We got a lot of work to do in these two weeks. So hopefully, hopefully he get hit together. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, good stuff. All right, man. We ain't got no game coming up, so I feel good about bringing a hundred grand in here. So he can't jinx my squad this week. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't. Do- <laughs> Hey, hundred grand! I swear, folks. If if we get, if, look, hold on. If if something happened, like in, in three days. Uh, breaking news: uh, Sam Williams arrested for. Uh, I'm I'm blaming you, bro. I'm blaming you. <laughs> I feel good now. We ain't got no game. Go ahead, hundred grand. What's on your mind? <laughs> listen, listen, man. Listen, man, you just had to be I'm, there. You I'm, had to be there for the hundred grand call. You don't understand what's yeah, happening. Yeah, you had to be there for that. You was <laughs> don't miss shows. Don't, don't miss shows. shows. Uh, um, <laughs> listen, man, we feeling bad like McCarthy's play caller. Sure, yeah. Michael Gallup didn't show up yesterday. If Michael Gallup would have showed up yesterday. We wouldn't be talking about, I mean, if Michael Gallup would have showed up, we wouldn't be talking about it. We wouldn't be talking about it. We were like, man, you know, the Cowboys, we would have beat them by 35. That shows you, man, guys got to show up. If Michael Gallup would have caught his passes, he would have had a 100-yard game, too. Sure, sure. Hey, I don't think you're com- I don't think you're completely wrong. But but I, I do think we, at least me personally, I can't speak for everybody else. I'd still be questioning some things about how we are running this offense. I'm not going to lie to you, but but you're right. Obviously, it looks way better if Michael Gallup catches a couple passes. Yeah, 100%. He catches them passes, and that touchdown pass hit him right in the hand. Hey, time out. That pissed me off. I got to do better at this, but I'm sorry. My bad. I'll let you get back to your call. 
So AG in the chat just said, bro, you always locking the lines. Sir, did you just get here? He just got here. There are about bro. 25 people that are on the line. If you think I'm about to sit here and go through 50 callers in the morning, it ain't happening, Mr. AG. So you better just show up a little earlier and get through. And I don't mean to be direct, but I don't like when y'all do that. You blocking the, you locking the lines. We about to go through about Thanks. 20 calls this morning, man. Ain't no show on ESPN or the radio going through 20 calls. Great through. Go, go ahead, man. Go ahead. My bad, buddy. That, that, that's facts, though. That's facts. You got to show up early, man. There's been times where I showed up late and he said, man, I can't get I to can't you, man. I can't get Call to you, so, <laughs> so it is what it is. But I, it looks a whole lot better if Michael Gallup catches his passes. Um, the score looks a whole lot better. Um as far as, far as Tony Pollard, man, I'm, I'm I'm right there with you. Use somebody else to run up the middle like that. Yeah, and I get, but, but, but that Prescott got one of his touchdowns because they kept running up the middle. That that touchdown don't happen if he doesn't run up the middle like that because they sold out on that run. They man. did. They said, you will not run the football today. That's something you will not do. And and as far as the middle of the field, the reason why we don't throw there, because we ain't got no tight end. We ain't got no tight ends. That's why. <laughs> no, I wasn't laughing. I wasn't laughing at you. I disagree. Jake, Jake Ferguson is legit, bro. He's 100% legit. But just like I said at the beginning of the year, uh, 100 grand, your tight ends are not a featured part of the offense anymore. You know, it's clear. You know what I'm saying? You got the obviously the running backs and you got these receivers. In years past, Schultz was the feature of this was featured in this offense. So I, I think Jake is legit, bro. But I feel like they, they have been dropping balls though, Scott. That's what no, I'm Jake ain't dropped the Jake ain't dropped the ball since week one out there, maybe week two. But but Jake has been money, man. I think he's something like, I mean, he might be a hundred percent on targets and catches. I, I'll get the number for you, but but he he kind of been money. I mean, something around like eighty or ninety percent catch percentage when he's targeted over the last four weeks. So. It, it ain't but, Jake. But, two, I think a lot of this is going to change because you've seen today, this wasn't no West Coast offense today. This was more like – that Coast offense. 2022. <laughs> this was more like 22-21 offense. That's what this was. And I feel like huh. you're go- going forward, this is what you're going to see. That West Coast offense, I think they're going to scrap that. I think they're going to scrap no, that even more. They're going to say, Dad, do your thing. Because this, I'm t- that three-step drop out, nah, I don't, I don't, I think that do you. I really think you're going to see that because I was shocked. I was shocked. I did not expect to see what I saw yesterday. That This wasn't no three-step drop the balls out. This wasn't that. It wasn't that. And, and that, that, when you get Dak out of the pocket and you get Dak improvising, that's but that, when he makes plays. But that's when not you, part of the offense, though, Hunter Grant. That's not. That, I'm not giving them no credit for that. That ain't. That ain't part of the offense. That's Dak putting on the Superman kit. Hey, look, as much what as that's up? cool to see, I don't want that every week. Like you, you can't. But you can't I'm, ask your quarterback to just be improv guy every single week because you're going to run into better defenses. You're going to run into situations where you're not going to. You know, it's not going to work all the time for you. You need to have some type of offense that can be consistent within the flow of the offense. And and we we haven't really seen that to date since I think like week two, if we're being completely uh, week three maybe, but it, it's been a while. It's been a while. I agree. I agree. 
But because Dak was extending plays, because Dak was back there losing his, using his legs, that's what made him perform great. He wasn't doing that early on in the year. And our offense was handcuffed because of it. Well, let's, let's, well, let's wait, a minute, wait 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 a minute now. We scored 20 points last night. So let's, 20 we points. We could have scored more. We, we, exactly. We so more. let's, let's, look, I think he had a fantastic game because of him, not because of the scheme, because Dak was improvising. No, His no, receivers no, 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 I'm were, saying, were no, I'm not, I'm, but I'm you, saying, hold, hold Mike on, McCarthy hold on. is. Hold on, Grant. You, you said we weren't doing X, Y, Z early. Earlier in the year, the offense looked way better, without a shadow of a doubt. Looked way better. I, I, they're not doing some of the things they were doing red earlier. Red zone in the year. wise. Red zone wise. Yeah, hey, red zone is still an issue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We still got a little question marks down there in the red zone. But between the 20s, it is not looked as as efficient. At, and again, you ran into a good defense last week. I'll give you that. This week, you didn't run into a good defense, and it took Dak Prescott being Superman to get you flowing. There's no way you could watch that, not you, but you could watch the game and say, hey, man, fantastic flow of the offense in, in regards to the design. It was Dak Prescott making plays. It was his receivers making plays. I uh, just don't think we, we flow that well. I think you look better flow-wise early in the season than you did last night. I agree, and I feel like they need to feature CD more, man. CD, get that football. Just throw CD the ball, man. Throw CD the ball. That's, that's, that's hey. how I feel. So, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look at CD in a second because it's, it's kind of wild with CD. So, um, Jake Ferguson's catch percentage is at 75. percent I mean, that's ridiculously mm. high, bro. His last they four, need to use him there. Uh, his last four games: five, seven targets, five receptions, seven targets, seven receptions, three targets, three receptions, one target, one reception. He ain't. He, he you know, he been he been coming up for you. CD Lamb, bro. I don't know why you just. Hey, look. See, whenever you throw it to CD Lamb, it's like he's it's 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 catching. He's has an eighty-one percent catch rate, forty-two targets, thirty-four receptions. That's dumb efficient. So yeah, we need to be spamming him a little bit more often. You need to spam him. You need to spam him, and we need to take that two tight end uh, set that Kevin Moore used last night. We need to take that, and maybe we can get our wire, or we can get our tight ends open. You feel what I mean? Ah, that's what I'm saying. If if if, if that catch raises, if that if that's the catch percentage, we need to do something to get our tight ends involved in that in, in that middle of the field because everybody is playing us like okay, we, we ain't even gonna worry about the middle of the field against the Cowboys because they don't throw with this. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. If like, we come back and they, when we use that 12 personnel. And we could take advantage of the middle of the field. Like, bro, how I you think we need to do that? How you watch old boy route up arguably the best linebacker in the game right now, him and Roquan Smith. How you how you watch Jake route up Fred Warner and then not, you know, say, hey man, let me continue to reward you on that one. Yeah. But, hey man, good go, good points, good points all around though, honey Grant. No doubt, man. No doubt. But I swear to God, if we I'll be back with nine. Breaking news. I'm going to. I'll be back week nine. I'm blocking you, 100 grand, if something crazy happens. I'll be back, I'll be back week nine. But <laughs> yeah. I, nah, I think we're going to beat the Rams, though. We're I'm messing with Rams, you, bro. I'm man. messing with you. We're going to beat the Rams. I'm messing with you, man. I appreciate you, big dog. All right, bro. I, I would like them to see him tweak it, though, honey. I would. I would like them to see, see them tweak it. And it, it wasn't one, two, three, get the ball out against this team. Um, and I think a lot of it had to do with how they play. A lot of it had to do with how they're going to put a lot of bodies 
in those type of areas. Now, when you get the matchup, then and you saw him do the one, two, three back foot, and we get a slant to somebody. But yeah, this game you kind of had to let things develop a little bit more downfield. Um, and 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 Dak did a fantastic job in, in creating. If we're just being honest, and I'm gonna be real though, I don't want him to have to do that every week. That's all. Here it is, fine. Every week now. We got Twan and a couple numbers I'm not familiar with. What's good, Twan? Hey, what's good, baby? How you doing? I'm good, brother. How are you? Um, I'm doing good, good, good. Win yesterday. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie. I was I was back and forth between you and hundred grand. That was a great call. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, hundred grand he definitely I, I, challenges me for sure. Yeah, no, I I, I fucked with hundred grand for that. But at the same time, don't let these people tell you that Dak didn't outplay Justin Herbert and Dak damn near had a perfect game with Michael Gallup catching balls. They ain't gonna tell me honestly, this week. Hey, y'all, let me show you something real quick. If that's if that's Joe Burrow surviving five sacks, overcoming and going down the field doing that, the four-letter networks is going crazy. Am I wrong? Hell no, you ain't wrong. Colin, Colin. <laughs> Colin Cowherd is going to eat that up all day. Well, now, Cowherd did say something the other day or yesterday that I, I can't wholeheartedly disagree with. He basically was talking about how we're like a poorly coached team. And I was like, eh, he, I don't know they're lying right now. but I, and I agree with that as well. But also, like you said, I'm not giving the credit to the, to the coaching for how that played. That played that day. Because at the same time, I don't know if you noticed, it looked like Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy was calling the same damn play. Am, am, am I wrong with that? I'd have to go have to go back and rewatch it, but there, there was times where I just kind of chuckled, like, you know, just wait, just weather the storm of Kellen Moore, and, and he'll do some some weird things, but then he'll also show you, you know, motion to tight end, get a touchdown. But, yeah, it, it nothing nothing he was doing consistently throughout that game made me say, "Oh my God, I missed this guy." Nah, not really, no. And and Pete, Pete as well. The last time we played them was in 2021. We beat them the same exact way. Yeah, the same score. Uh, yeah. Micah, mind you, but Micah, Dak, Dak driving downfield and getting a field goal. Michael Parsons getting a sack on a third and long. It happened the same way last time to end the game, too. Yeah, 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 100%. I, I'm trying to pull up this graphic real quick. It ain't really a graphic. It, it's, it's a picture. Here we go. Yeah, so whenever you're done, I want to show you all something. Yeah, also as well, my last take, Sky. Tony Pollard ain't that guy like everybody said to keep running at the May gap. And low-key, I don't think he got vision. I'm say, not even going to lie. My bad. I couldn't say that again. Uh, I couldn't hear you. Tony Tony Pollard is not that guy to keep running up that A-gap. Hell no. And low-key, I, I, like, I feel like he don't got vision. He's just athletically inclined and he's fast. And he know how to hit certain holes. But he ain't strong enough to keep taking that pound in the goal. That's not his game. Yeah, you don't you don't ask somebody to do something that's not their game on a consistent basis. From time to time, sure, but on a, think about it. He had what fifteen carries yesterday. Yep, I venture to guess, and it might be on the low side here. Nine of them, maybe ten. 
I'm going to keep it on low. Eight or nine of them will run up the middle. Does that make any sense? No, no, no. He had 30 yards. He was like two for two. Yeah, I mean, but, but I'm talking about the usage. Like, 15 carries, probably eight or nine of them were just, hey, we're going to run out of shotgun or we're going to raid up the middle. That doesn't make any sense to me. And, and, and I don't know why we constantly always run out of shotgun. I, I, I low-key, I hate that. Not low-key, high-key. And it's, a, it's around the league, too. Sunday, you get a chance to sit back and watch games thoroughly even more as opposed to just studying film on an opposing team. Teams just be like, yeah, we're going to run out of shotgun, no creativity. The only team that doesn't do it without creativity for the most part, uh, Shanahan and McDaniels, they'll, they'll do a lot of different motions and pre-snap, post-snap action with their shotgun runs. But a lot of teams just shotgun, hand it off, maybe they'll pull a tight end, maybe they'll pull a guard, and they're just like, hey, go, go get some yards. I think that's so lazy, man. It's so lazy. Yeah. No, yeah. it's no, it's no creativity to that. Yeah. But no, Sky, to, to, in, in closing, this is exactly where I thought we were going to be going into the bye. When I looked at the schedule, honest, honest to God, mm. I just thought our loss was going to come from the Jets, the Jets. rather than, than um, the Cardinals. Yeah. I didn't, and I definitely, I, I, I definitely didn't have us beating San Fran. I didn't have us looking that bad, but I didn't have us beating San Fran. Fair. And with that being said, Sky, I, I, I really feel like we're going to run. I, I feel like it's I feel like we us. beat the Rams. I feel like we beat the Rams. Low key, Dak owned the Eagles, like the previous father said. We put up forty on them. I think that was Jack that said that. Like we that that defense, we own them. One week at yeah, one week at a time, man. One week at a time. We got some things to clean up, but we got a couple weeks to do it. And let's let's get back after this bye week and uh, as Dak says, stack some stack some victories. Let's stack some victories. Good call, Sky. Good call. Appreciate you, Twan. Yeah, man. Got to stack some victories. Um. So I, I, you know, it's so funny when they put these these type of statistics out. They put it out at twelve o'clock at night, one o'clock in the morning, whatever it is. Did y'all notice? Justin Herbert. Through his 13th interception in the fourth quarter of a one-score game. That is the most in the NFL since he's been in the league. Look, man. Young kid, bright kid. An amazing, talented quarterback. And I'm I'm, I'm really not trying to do this too much, but... How How was this not made a bigger deal? Than some of the other things that these networks throw out there. Are they trying to protect this kid? 13 interceptions in the fourth quarter of one score games. I had no idea. Did anybody know this? I haven't really watched all the networks yesterday from the debacle uh, in, in New York with the Philadelphia Eagles, but. <laughs> What, what's the vibes? Y'all let me know. What's the vibes out there with uh, old uh, Justin Herbert, or not Justin Herbert, uh, Jalen Hurts, second in the league in interceptions. Seven touchdowns, seven picks. What's the vibe? Now, I ain't going to lie to you. I did happen to take a peek at a segment, and of course, it did not disappoint on that other network with the letters and the numbers. Didn't disappoint. They pretty much said a whole bunch of nonsense. And I ain't trying to go down this road because we ain't playing in a few, but 
the football fan in me is like, why are we protecting old boy as well, right? And I'm, I'm let's talk about it a little bit. I got you two callers. Jalen Hurts does not look good this year. Like he don't. And the wins was masking things, and and that's, that that happens, right? And I and I hate to say this, but I do respect Acho because of what he said. He said, "Y'all crowning this up." as elite in the guy because of one year that's not how this works no 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 that's not how this works an elite season barely if you ask me does not equate to an elite quarterback and and i think his season was good but boy when you're really looking at thing they blowing that thing up but hey it is what it is great season Jalen. it's a good dude like Jalen. But what happened last year? Last year. What he's doing this year? Y'all way too light on old boy. That energy is not met. I can give a damn that he wants to. Jake DeLome went to a Super Bowl. Rex Grossman went to a Super Bowl. Cam Newton won MVP and lost a Super Bowl. And he was never quite like that after that. One MVP. Boy, they propped this man. He was second place on MVP. Since when? Since when is that a thing? It's the whole, it's the same thing as with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, he he got six MVP votes. And and again, I said I wasn't gonna go too crazy, but it is it's just crazy to me, man. And when you go look at his body of work, young quarterback, a lot to you know. He got a lot, a lot of room in front of him. Really good quarterback. But let's not sugarcoat this thing. It's one good season in the league. One. He's not having a good year. He has time to, to turn it around. But the energy wasn't met, and the, and the reason why it wasn't the same is because y'all said what he did last year. And they use this this whole excuse of, uh, well, the other guy who leads the league in turnovers the last three years, he went to an AFC championship game three years ago. <laughs> I mean, it's just comical at this point, man. And again, I, I, I'm not bad for even tr- tuning in, thinking that we was going to get real analysis, right? That's on me. That's on me, baby. And this is why I don't watch these shows. But I was just curious, like, all right, are we going to get the same energy, right? I get it. Criticize Dak. That's fine. But the Cowboys ain't the only team in the league. There's other quarterbacks who aren't playing great either. The other teams that are struggling too. And as a football fan, it's just really weird that everything gets turned back to that team with the star in their helmet. And then our fans eat it up. Our fans don't care about, you know, because in a league like this, you are judged by what your other peers are doing as well. That's just facts. That's why they do rankings. That's why they say, well, we don't believe in this team or we believe in that team. We don't believe in this quarterback or that quarterback, right? It's about how those 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 cues play or those teams play. And that quarterback ain't playing well, man. It is okay to say that. The quarterback ain't looking like no MVP. It's okay to say that. Bro, got eight turnovers in six games. When Dak was throwing interceptions, Ooh, y'all was lighting his ass up. And he was throwing interceptions, but playing well. Yeah, I'll say that. Because those networks won't. They won't put on the film. They won't watch. He was actually playing good ball. (laughs) Hurts not playing good ball. 
But they got the tush, kush, push. The hush, kush. The brotherly love shove. The dude love. And everybody's enamored. He ain't like that. Oh, well, Sky knew. You know what they said? You know what they said? Oh, he got a new offensive coordinator. Oh, does he? The hell you think is happening over here? Doesn't matter. Well, you know, it's offensive line. Oh, really? He the only one dealing with that? I digress. My bad. I went way too long. I went way too long on this. But because y'all know I don't really do this every day like, like other, you know. I don't do this every day, but I sit back and I watch, and I'm just like, y'all fake as hell, man. I digress. 253. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? My man, give me one second. Oh, my bad. When we come back to you? No, no, no. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I was just at work, and I just wanted to get somewhere where I can just chat and be quiet. But anyways, I'm Mike from Seattle, man. I always listen to your show. I just haven't ever got a chance to call in. But, um, yeah, my thing is, that Prescott, man, <laughs> uh, you, might get mad, you might get mad at me, but um, all right, man, I like, heard coming it all. into the league. I heard it all. Yeah, coming into the league, he came from like a uh, like a running quarterback offense, Mississippi State, right? They were running like read option stuff. Yeah. Okay, so he came into the league with poor anticipation. Um like reading defenses wasn't a strong point because they're reading a handoff and reading a D lineman in a, you know, in a running quarterback offense, right? Sure. Um, so he got better in those things. Like you know, over the first few years of his career, he got better at that stuff. And yesterday, I felt like he showed he showed some anticipation and and stuff like that. But to be honest, he's gotten he's got, uh, since the injury, he's gotten worse in those areas. And I think, like, when I was watching the 49ers film, like, no one will point it out, but, like, Brandon Cooks, every other team he's ever played for, he's, you know, chewing. And even the Texan quarterback, Adam chewing. We can't get this man the ball. But I'm watching him run his route, and it's an anticipation throw. I feel you. The linebacker's there when Brandon Cooks clears that linebacker. If you throw it now, early, He's going to run onto it on the other side and be able to catch and run. That cannot see that. Also, like I see him, he'll look at a receiver out there and the receiver gets jammed. Like, hey, look off of him right now because he got jammed super early in the route. I got to look off him right away. He'll hmm. stare him down. And it's like he's not – last thing is just the reading the defense. Like Troy Aikman alluded to it a little bit. He's missing people. He don't – you don't read it well. So I looked at the last 10, uh, 10, Super Bowl, uh, 10 Super Bowls, and it's, you know, fucking A-Rod versus uh, another top quarterback. It's Roethlisberger versus Kurt Warner. It's, you know, the weakest quarterbacks on there were uh, Nick Foles and, and uh, Kaepernick. And those guys had systems and defense and great offensive line. Um, and we just don't have that. So it's like, for me, going forward, I just wanted to, I wanted to vent to you and tell you what I thought, and then I'll just get off on it. No, 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 you will not, it. sir. No, 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 stay right there. Stay right there, stay right there. Cause I, I, talk to me, man. Talk to me, brother. Yeah, yeah, stay right there. Um, did you, I'm just curious. Did you watch the game last night? 
yeah, I was, that's what I, I yeah, I, well, like I, I, I wasn't sure if you were just talking about the San Francisco game uh, because that's kind of what it, what it sounded like you were talking about. Um, your quarterback was 21 of 30 last night. Uh, made a lot of a lot of clutch plays, a lot of a lot of a lot of clutch hits. Uh, saw the field, uh, but we'll look at the film, right? Of course, he's going to miss some some throws or miss some players. Like, you know, quarterback is perfect. And this is why I love that we played Monday because we get a chance to sit back and watch. Um, but when you said mm-hmm. after the injury you, you got worse in regards to that department, I thought you were going to say him running, but actually, like yeah, just mm-hmm. dropping back and throwing a rock. I mean. If you look at 2021, you look at last year, uh, I know the injuries happened, but he still was, I think, a very efficient quarterback. If you could look at any metric or just watch the damn game, he did that very well within that confines of that offense. This is an entirely different offense that I don't think you you understand just quite yet how different it is. And I'd venture to guess that Brandon Cooks, if I can think here, I don't recall him ever being a part of a, of a traditional West Coast offense. Um, and they got to figure out how to use him. Question: Would you would you say they're using Brandon Cooks in the correct way when his average yards per route run is less than one? Um, I mean that's that's arguable, in my opinion. Honest, just to be honest, I can't say yes or no just because I feel like your quarterback has to make some wild throws and some some throws What's so, for you. What is so wild about a two yard slant? Well, my my thing is the end. The, I seen him running in, and you guys, you and Botch analyze the play. I mm. seen Brandon Cooks running the end. I see Fred Warner running like an an end. What do you mean by that? Take sir? away something. Say again. What do you mean by an end? Like a in, a in oh, a an five in. in, or it was like a seven, an in route. Yeah, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, we ain't running a whole bunch I of those. I'm running it. Uh, we, we ain't yeah, running. Yeah, we ain't running a whole bunch of those. This. I'm just saying what I seen. Right. The what did you see yesterday? Was Fred? Yesterday, I seen him anticipate well, but right. he's still a sight thrower. If you ever see, if you ever recognize like him, his throws are overthrown. It's because he has to see him wide open, and then he's That's, throwing that ball late. So how do the you ex- how do you explain him kind of leading the league or top five in tight window throws under Kellen Moore? If he's just waiting uh, for them to get I wide mean, open. I said, I was Look, I'll, I'll give you, I'll but give I'm you that argument. I'll give you that argument in 2018. But this sounds like to me, you're watching a quarterback from like 18 or 17, my guy. This is this is 2023, no, man. Dak he, Prescott is Dak Prescott can drop back and throw the rock, man. He can throw the ball. Is he a perfect quarterback? Is there is there things he has to get better at? A- a- absolutely. There there is no maybe one. Maybe there's like one or two perfect quarterbacks in this league. Um, does he have flaws? Absolutely. Maybe there's like one quarterback who doesn't have flaws in this league. But to to say that he's regressed in that department, I don't necessarily – look, again, 2021, he had 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. The next year, he was highly efficient but just didn't get the same luck from a turnover standpoint. And this year, he's not turning the ball over as much as he was last year, but the offense is not asking him to do anything crazy with the ball, and I think he's playing within the offense. If you want to argue, I like to see him get away from that a little bit more. I like to see him spam Brandon Cooks or C.D. Lamb. I'm with you. Like, hey, get get off of Michael Gallup if he's on the jam, and let's go to Brandon Cooks or let's focus on C.D. Lamb when you got this matchup. But I do think you need to add some context to your criticism in the sense of this this offense is not an offense that 
Brandon Cooks has really ran much. And if we're being completely honest, he hadn't been a focal point just yet. So I wouldn't necessarily say this is a Dak Prescott situation for Brandon Cooks more so than this offense in general just doesn't look like it's, it's smooth right now. If, if you're going to blame it on Dak, hey, man, that's, that's your opinion. Yeah. You're, you're more entitled to it. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, we can agree with it, uh, you know, to a difference or whatever the saying is. Say, I agree with you that the offense, the offense probably doesn't fit Dak. They don't fit Dak, in my opinion. Can I this ask you, a, a who, anticipation. Who, would, who would fit this type of offense that doesn't run with a purpose? You don't. Right, that doesn't have any create that doesn't have any creativity in his concepts. Like there was a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? Hall of Fame quarterback who, at the end of their tenure, it looked like this in Green Bay. You know what Aaron Rodgers looked like? A washed up quarterback. People were questioning Aaron Rodgers in the same exact offense, bro. Go look at his his numbers statistically. People were like, hey, man, it's a wrap for A-Rod, right? And and everybody was asking the Green Bay Packers to, hey, we got to switch this up, Mike. So what did Mike do? He relinquished play-calling duties. That didn't work. And they said, look, this ain't working out, Mike. See you later. They bring in a smart young coordinator that plays more to their strengths. And what happens with Aaron Rodgers? He looks like an MVP. So, you know, how many quarterbacks are just going to come in here in this style of offense and just light it up? Just curious. Um, sorry, man. Easier, I'm at work. I'm uh, I'll give you a quick answer. A better state quarterback would be someone like that anticipate will like them. I watched Grant Brock Purdy throw the ball, and he's anticipating. He's his strength is anticipation. Wait, wait, this, Brock Purdy. This hold offense, on. This, hold on. Get, I'm gonna get off the phone for you. I'm no, 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 no. You ain't. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. Are is the Brock Purdy offense under Shanahan? remotely close to what you're seeing here in Dallas. It probably would help Dak to be in that, but I don't think he would. No, I'm not saying put uh, Dak in that offense. I'm saying Brock Brock Purdy is stepping back and he's getting pre-snap, post-snap action. Do you know how wide open players are in the Brock Purdy offense? And I'm not taking anything away from Brock. I think Brock's been good in that offense. That's not happening here because we're not scheming dudes open. You know what I'm saying? That's just not the case. It's a static offense. So you think Brock Purdy will come into this offense and he light it up? I just I just think he would, he might do damn better. Just the anticipation and reading the defense part. That that Man. in this offense I feel like they're talking about it. Three steps, the ball gotta come out. So they gotta and it, and it was gotta read. Like, gotta like go sir, quick, quick sir, what thinking. do you think was happening and the below, first what do you think was happening the first four weeks of the season? That's he's getting out quick, not taking any chances because he's uncomfortable. That's my wait, wait, That's wait, 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 wait. You just said the offense was about three step or get the ball out quick, and then when I said that was happening in the first four weeks, you said, "Well, he wasn't trying to take any chances." Which one is it? He was doing exactly what you just said: Both. getting yeah. the ball out quick and and being efficient and moving the ball downfield. The complaint earlier in the season wasn't about Dak Prescott being efficient in between the 20s or getting the ball out or seeing guys or being anticipatory or none of that. The offense was moving the rock. It was the red zone. I think what happens is we watch what happened against the 49ers, and that kind of confirms your priors, and that's what we're going to roll with. When in reality, five of the, of the other six games, your quarterback has actually been really efficient within this offense, my man. You just refuse to look at it. 
Yeah, but Scott, you so he needs he needs superior offensive line, and it Sir, would help. I agree with you. I'm, what yeah. quarterback doesn't need a bunch of help, my guy? No, listen to Joe Burrow get sacked like forty times. Joe Burrow doesn't look that great this year. Superior quarterback. And look, look, Joe Burrow. He ain't Joe Burrow. First of all, Joe Burrow's fan. Joe Burrow's fan. Look, he ain't Joe Burrow. Like nobody's calling Joe Burrow, but I'm just saying, what quarterback doesn't need help? No. Also, so okay. Can I ask you a question? Do you think Brandon Cooks can win in routes? Do you think C.D. Lambs can win in routes? Do you think uh, Jake Ferguson can win? And um, who else do we got? You know, Gallup is struggling, but Gallup is a jump ball, fade receiver. We Gallup has been off. For some reason. Gallup's been awful. Uh, I think so, C.D. Lamb, it's Jake Ferguson, all those guys, they are quality dudes that I don't believe – I don't really don't know what you're watching, but I don't believe our offense is utilizing our weapons to their greatest strengths. The, the time that you see them being okay. used that way – is when you see C.D. Lamb doing some deep overs or breaking the po- Dak breaking the pocket or whatever. But, sir, if you go watch the, the Niners game and Dak did not play well in that game, I'll give it to you. You can't walk away watching film and say, hey, man, that was the, ga- that was the game plan to beat those dudes. No screens, no easy passes. We didn't do anything to get C.D. Lamb the ball right now. Brandon Cooks, you know, we, 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 it just wasn't a great game plan. And then Dak compounded it with bad play if we're sticking to the Niners game. But five out of the six games, even in this hunkered-down-ass offense that, that McCarthy is running, your quarterback has been extremely efficient in taking care of the ball. So I'm just confused why all of a sudden Brock Purdy He's will doing better light there, yeah. will light it up in his own. No, I'm just saying because the, the offense is an anticipation three-step drop and throw the ball. And so what I'm telling I, you, sir. That's not a strong, that's not I, a strong point. What I'm telling you is he was doing that well up until the 49ers game yes okay and so let me let me come back for you okay so now you got to give your receivers a chance to to go one-on-one and throw it on top of mike gallup's head okay you got to be able you got to be able to put the ball and throw people open that's the you know that's just my opinion hey did you watch the michael gallup throw that he threw open and he dropped it in the end zone last night yes yeah i did i think so essentially, what it sounds like. Same thing with Dez. If I can go back to Dez real quick. What are we talking Dez. about, Dez? Dez for? wasn't. Dez wasn't done. Dez wasn't done playing, man. He was. He oh, I see. I see who you are. I see who you are. On top of Dez's head, sir. I don't give a damn <laughs> a, about a I'm second a year fourth fourth quarter or second year fourth round quarterback being inaccurate or not complete. I, I'm okay with yes, that being so, a thing. I, I that okay, doesn't so, mean anything. It's 2023. Dak Prescott is ten times better than he was then. What are we talking about, Dez I, for? I told you, but I, I see, I see I what it is. You, I, I see what it is here. You, you obviously don't like the quarterback, and you're trying to be respectful no, about no, it. I, Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm saying he improved since Dez. That's what I had mentioned earlier. He's improved. But I'm just saying he hasn't. He's just not enough. He's not perfect for our current scheme. Our current scheme and, and our offensive line. He's just not enough. Do right you think? Now. So we need. Do to, you like this scheme? Maybe the scheme. It's just not fitted for Dak. Not fitted for Dak. Who's it do fitted I for? Like it. I oh, mean, Brock Purdy. I, 
That's right. My bad. No, just an anticipation thrower, an anticipation thrower, someone that can so throw with anticipation. How do you, ex- how do you well. explain the, the other games where he was doing that? Because, but he did it very well, but you got to eventually start taking a chance. You got, you got one-on-one receivers, put it on top of their head. Let them try to make a play. Go back shoulder. Like, but that's, I watch Aaron Rodgers that's not the offense, anticipatory Rodgers, stuff you're talking about. When I, when you're complaining. I Aaron Rodgers run this offense, he was throwing back shoulders. He's throwing uh, jump balls. My like guy, why do you, he's not balls, Aaron Rodgers. Back jump balls are overthrows or high throws. Sure, sure. He's not a perfect quarterback. Yeah, yeah he, has, he has flaws as a Q. But, again, how do you explain him? Do I think we him? could win with him? Do I think we could win with him? I think if he got into an option, uh, option offense, he'd have My a man, better chance. How come every time I ask you about what you're saying, you then shift it to something else? Your, your, your whole thing is he's not an anticipatory thrower. He can't throw the screen or he can't throw the slants and all this other stuff in routes. But when he was doing that, Throughout the season, prior to the Niners game, you say, oh, well, he needs to take chances now downfield. What? I, I'm just lost, my guy, but I appreciate you calling in. I, I, I don't, again, I like this conversation because we didn't have to go crazy about it, but it's clear where you stand here. Uh, you want the perfect quarterback, and I don't think he is. And, I, and I, there's room for him to grow, and I'll leave it at that respectfully, man. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep on listening to you, man. And uh, I... Dak Prescott can't, you know, throw in anticipation. Well, how do you explain the other four weeks? Yeah, but then he's not taking chances. Boy, oh boy, man. Boy, oh boy, brother L. We need a win, man. But look, I, I, I don't expect people. There's people who are going to be in cement 10 toes down about the quarterback. He's one of them. He's going to be in cement. The things you're hearing about this dude is stuff that you would hear about in 2018. We going we going to get the film for sure. And there was a handful of throws last night where Bing he puts it right on CD Lamb. Bing he puts it on uh Cooks for first down. There was a, there was a lot of that. Man, look. I said this and I keep saying it. Your quarterback can do all the quarterback things you want him to do. The issue in years past or last three or four years is about finishing these ball games. It's about bouncing, bouncing back within ball games, dealing with the adversity when maybe things aren't going well around you. I don't know a soul. And, and, and I shouldn't say that because there are people who don't like the quarterback who will say the scheme is great. He sounds like one of them, but just remove your angst against the queue for a second and remove even your homerism with the queue for a second. And just, just look at the offense. Just look at the flow. Look at the play calls. Look at the design. Look at how we're using running backs, how we're using. And you mean to tell me you walk away with, it's a fantastic offense. We don't need to do anything else. Come on, man. Come on. I know we don't like the quarterback, guys, but got to be smarter than this as fans. We, we, we got to be smarter than this. Brock Purdy? Almost said something. Brock Purdy. Y'all, am I tripping? Like, he said, I got the perfect quote. I'm thinking he's going to say Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. This 
Chris Negan said, Brock Purdy. And I like the young man. But ain't no way you watching football elsewhere and you are under this impression that Brock Purdy will come into this offense and just be going gangbusters on everybody. Man, we got to be better than this, y'all. 215, final call today. What's up? Sky, what's going on, man? This is Justin from from Jersey. I called you about a year ago. How's it going, my man? Uh, fantastic. How are you? Jesus Christ, that last guy, I got a headache just listening to him. Just a couple yeah. things from the game last night. Number one, I love your show, man. Keep doing what you do. Our quarterback... Man, he was throwing seeds last night. I think it's time to see what Tolbert did, can do for us. You're absolutely right about that. Um, I would love to see more downfield stuff like what we saw in training camp. Well, you guys covered training camp real well. Yeah. And all you guys talked about was how we were throwing the ball down the field more. The, the routes were – they were winning on routes. There was more creativity. Yeah. I want to see more of that because, you know, like we're not seeing that. And it's obvious that can make the throws. I mean, we saw it last night. You know, we just. I don't know how we come out of that game and we, we complain about the quarterback. It's crazy. Like, if you want to come out of the Niners game and complain about him, sure. That game, that ain't the one, man. That's, 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 that guy, he. He is a he's a Dak he's a Dak Prescott truther. That's the only thing I can say about it. But um, I just wanted to call in and say, man, I'm proud of my boys. A lot of stuff to clean up, but we got the bye week to do it. Yeah. And I'm just hoping and praying that Mike McCarthy takes the leash off and starts getting more stuff downfield. With that, man, I love you, man. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'll hang up and listen. Salute, appreciate you. Yeah, I mean. You're not wrong about the camp stuff. I mentioned this earlier. I don't know who was all in here, but I, I had reached out to Brian because I'm like, look, Broadus. And I said, hey, I mean, you were down there at camp. I seen things here in Dallas. Am I tripping that I'm not seeing the concepts that we saw at training camp out on the field? And is it is this one of those things where we get out there and maybe McCarthy's just like, oh, I, I just need to get, get out of here with a win or I just need to. And again, I get it. The game script has been really weird, but we're not seeing the deep overs. We're not seeing the the, the the seam shots. We're not seeing the concepts where double moves, sluggos, hardly even seeing whip routes, rub routes. We're not seeing that as much. It's, it's a very static 2004-ass offense that no team is running in this league for real, for real. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah, maybe if we have Pat Mahomes, everything would be hunky-dory, but I don't give a damn how good your quarterback is. Go look on the other side of the ball. You still need to put together quality game plans and quality plays to put these guys in best position to succeed. Somebody said Linehan. Well, that's you, Special K, who said... um. Go look at the OCs. I mean, there's a whole lot of context we could talk about, but 
I didn't think that conversation would need to be had after this one, after this game. But but there there are people who feel like my man, right? Like he ain't it. And that and look, that's your you're more than entitled to. Dak Prescott is not without flaws. There there are things Dak Prescott can be better at 100 percent He eventually said, I do think we can win with him, but <laughs> you know, let me roast the nah, I'm just playing. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. We don't have a perfect quarterback. We never will. We have a quarterback that has flaws. But we have a quarterback that I think put in position we can succeed with. I just think it's that simple. He just has to finish. He just has to, you know, finish these games when he gets a chance. Arizona was an opportunity. He didn't He didn't get it done. He got it done against the Chargers. Let's build on top of that uh, moving forward. I've seen him do it in the past, right? I've seen him be really damn good at all the things that this gentleman said that he, he can't do. You know? It is what it is, though. Yeah, my man said Brock was 12 for 27. Hey, look, bro. This ain't the week, man. Last week, you should have called in here last week, my guy. Oh, you could have had a field day. And guess what? I'd have been like, hey, I forget who called in and was like, man, you know, Dak ain't it. Did it. Look, man, look, he played like terrible. What you want me to do here? I didn't even have to film yet to see it. But even, like I said, even with the game plan, he compounded it with bad play. Not a good day, man. Not a good day at all. And if you can't beat this team, which I still have questions about them being able to do that, you can't beat this team moving forward in the postseason, then yeah, we'll have to have conversations, right? Can't do it. Last week was your time. This week, though? Shouts out to Cowboys Custom. This is the week? You know what that tell me? <laughs> you just don't, you just don't with the kid, man. It don't matter. Win, lose, you like, man. F this dude. I'm going to talk about what happened two weeks ago. On the day after the game. It must be rough living with that type of mindset as a fan. I won't do it. Week to week league, man. Week to week league. All right, where we at? 17. What's Special K say? If Dak had coordinators like Kyle, McVay, Andy, he would have been in the Super Bowl already. Come on. Come on, Special K. That, that's too easy. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to talk. That, 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 that don't matter to these people. That don't matter to these people. You are 100. Come on, man. Ben Johnson, McVay, Shanahan, McDaniels. Like, I made this argument earlier in the season, earlier in the offseason, and I thought that McCarthy we we'll get into the lab and kind of be a little bit Dan Quinn-esque where, okay, I've been around, but I'm going to tweak some things. That clearly has not happened. So it's going to be up to him to kind of play superhero for, for a few of these games. And I really don't want that to be the case, but that's kind of where we are. Brother L, what you trying to kick knowledge? Come on, that man ain't trying to hear that. Brother L, he ain't trying to hear that. That can't throw with anticipation, even though I've seen him do it a million times. That can't throw the ball deep, even though he was one of the better deep ball throwers. People don't understand the game within the game. Your coordinator don't want that shit. <laughs> this is where he need to have some in the system. I'll give you that. Uh, A.A. Ron dropped five. He said, uh, think when you watch the tape, you want to let Damone go on the walk. He was, you want to let Damone go on the walk. He was pretty dang good. I thought he was good. I, th- I thought I've talked about Damone Clark being good here. 
Am I wrong here? Let me go look at my notes. I thought about it. Yeah, no, I brought up the Moe Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He led the team with tackles. I uh, said the defensive line um, kept those guys clean, and Demone Clark and Marquise Bell played well. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. I can't wait to watch the tape, but but from just the broadcast view, Demone Clark was really good. Super chat. Iceberg Q dropped five. Still want Shoddy to take over play call, and McCarthy is scary. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see McCarthy or Shoddy get a shot, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Super chat. Dylan dropped five. Why is MG's non-separation have as getting 11 to 13 looks a game? What That's ridiculous. Jerry going to be... Okay. Yeah, Jerry's going to be gone before we see another Super Bowl if he, don't, if he don't quit. It's another flaw. It's like a, it's like a, a weird yin-yang flaw where Dak just trusts his guys to a fault. Brian talked about this too. He said, hey, man, sometimes some dudes you just got to be like, nah, this ain't it today. And he just kept going back to him, going back to him, going back. I'm going to trust you, MG. I'm going to trust you. That wasn't the game. Stop it. Super, Come on. Super chat. John Phelps dropped 10 and said, our running game is suffering because of the bad play calling. I agree. And poor run designs. I agree. No counters, no toss plays or jet sweeps. Very little shifts or motion. And we, we can't just run left and right anymore. 100% agree with you, man. It's a very stale run game. And you've got, I think, two explosive-type running backs. One is obviously a big play explosive guy. Six games in a row now, he has a play of over 15 or more yards. Five out of the six, he has a play of 20 or more yards. And four of those are, are rushes. Um, and then I think the way that Rico runs, he runs angry, right? He he runs with some explosion. Is he going to be a guy that's going to probably take a 75? Probably not. But but he does run with some explosion at the whole way. You got to get these guys moving the ball, and it's very frustrating seeing the usage of these dudes. Again, it ain't it ain't necessarily the quantity of the usage for Tony Pollard. Four of the six games he has fifteen or less carries. That's exactly how he was getting the rock from a quantity standpoint in years past. It's the how that's the issue. It's the how, not the the many attempts. Um, and then in the two games, he did get 20 or more carries. Uh, he had good outputs. He had over 100 yards uh, total in those games. So, you know, I don't need to give him the rock 20 times a game. It's not necessary. We can use that later on in the year if you if you learn how to run these dudes. But but it's criminal that Rico Dottle is getting three carries, four carries, three carries. Criminal. Criminal. And a lot of people bringing up names, right? Like, hey, let's trade for Derrick Henry. Somebody put me on Twitter. Let's trade for this, trade for that. I don't think it matters, you know, who you trade for if you're going to utilize these guys in that manner. Now, obviously, you trade for prime Adrian Peterson, you know, things like that. Maybe it's a difference. But I think you got quality backs, man. But you got to put those quality backs in position to showcase their quality traits. I appreciate you, Ruglock. And and I do want to apologize to uh to the chat and people who may not be in the chat participating that wanted me to get off that phone. But let me say, I, I do pride myself on trying to hear that side out, if that makes sense. We obviously disagree, right? But I like to hear his take and then hear his rebuttal to my rebuttal, if that makes sense. 
and try to do it in a civil manner. There's times though where people come on here and say some off the wall things. I don't. I wouldn't say he went off the wall. He just once he got boxed in the corner, he just kept flip flopping. He really wasn't making any sense anymore. But there was there's people that say some crazy things. Some crazy things, man. The Brock Purdy thing might have been crazy. So my my bad for keeping that going as long, but these people don't necessarily call in as much. They they in the chat, right? They 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 say some things in the chat, but let's talk it out, man. So my bad. Oh, uh, then stop cutting the callers off. Look, man, if I don't cut the callers off, I don't know how long you've been around here. They'll just keep on talking. That's that's all they'll do. My bad for cutting the callers off on my show instead of letting them ramble on for 25 minutes. My bad, Rand. I'll acquiesce to you, Rand. Fuck out of here. I ain't acquiescing to you. No, sir, Rebobski. I'm not letting callers just go 25 minutes nonstop. We, we got to have be able to have a, a conversation. You can't have a conversation. That's all they go do is just talk through the whole entire thing. I feel you, Dezo. But there's 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 people. I'm gonna just call them that. There's people who who can't handle that, you know. Hey, Ink. Some people say I don't got it, but I'd argue to say a lot of the stuff that's said on here, I do have it. Cause Rand said so, Jay. Let everybody talk for 25 minutes. Cause Rand said so. If you don't go and get somewhere. Hey, man. If you appreciate the show, enjoy it, man. Please hit the like button. Nah, Ran. You call into the show. And let's see how it goes. Once again, if I don't stop them from talking at some point, they'll just continue to blabber on. But I ain't going to get caught up in the chat. Let me just let me just stop it here. If you enjoy the show, hit the like button on the way out. Subscribe if you're new here. Later on, me and Vach will be live. Talking about the game as well. It'd probably be a little bit more looser. It'll be a little bit more looser uh, there. And then Mo will be back on later. So we're week. Tomorrow is Wednesday. So it's, nece- it's technically tape Wednesday, not tape Tuesday. I don't know what we'll call it. We'll see what happens. We'll take a look at how everything went down yesterday and get jump back into the lab. And then um, Thursday and Friday might be specialty type of episodes because we don't have a game coming up. So we got to kind of move a little bit differently with those ones. With that said, let me cut myself off because Rand said so. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. I ain't going to say nothing. Y'all got it. Boy, I tell you. Sometimes I envy these shows that don't have to do this. Because they can just do their thing. I done let 20 callers up in here. I'm out of here. Love y'all. Peace.
grand. Oh, brother, this guy stinks!